Hey everyone, today is Thursday, the 16th of June, 2016, and this is The Gap, episode 325. I'm Luke Laurie, Job Gilroy's here. Hello. Nathan Lawrence is on the phone. Is this 325, did you say? Yeah, mate. Yes. That's crazy. Why is it crazy? That's a lot of podcasts. That's a huge amount of podcasts. Should update it, to, like, every day, I reckon. Update what to every day? What do like, you mean? Like, just make a daily podcast. Do reckon? a daily podcast. Oh, yeah. Po- yeah, let's do that. Cool. Why not? Because we that interesting. I'm not going to lie to you. Yeah, what oh, did yeah. you play today? Nothing. Oh, that's Nothing. good. Nothing. <laughs> uh, yeah, angry, angry Birds. <laughs> Battleborn Tap still. Um, oh, yeah, you and fucking Battleborn Tap. Oh, <laughs> I almost disowned you when I saw you fucking playing that. So, why? Why? It's just a it's just a clicky game. There's old Joby shooting shade at me while madly fingering his phone, <laughs> and apparently that's playing a game. No wonder people like Andrew fucking Wilson, bless his heart, at E3 gets to claim there's 2.6 billion gamers in the world or some shit. People like you, Tappy Job. Oh, right, yeah, because I'm not a real gamer. Cause uh, cause obviously, I... you're a real gamer, but he's... No, it's too late. You're already... Oh, as well as... Tappy well, Job is a separate person, is he? Oh, <clears throat> Tappy Job, yeah, right, let's roll with that. Whichever one gets me in least trouble. But, oh. I mean, on behalf of the people, Joby, I... I do feel like I need to say that you gave Doom a low score, and apparently that makes you not a gamer. So. I got a new message on Facebook. You know, oh, did you? messages in your like filtered request. Oh yeah, I don't check. I should check that. Uh, yeah, I, uh, yeah. You go to messages, and you go. You got recent messages, and then you got message requests, and then you got filtered requests. Oh. And, uh, yeah, multiple layers. Well, I got a new new one from a guy who wanted to request to. Message me uh, the start of the week. Seriously, fuck you for that Doom review. I bet that you would rate the new COD game 10 out of 10. Fucking idiots. You know nothing about first-person shooters. You should be fired. Then, of course, IGN is a piece of shit website, and all of you can suck dick. What, Bethesda didn't give you any money or ads, so you guys decided to shit on the new great game. You fucking jerk. I hope you die. I didn't accept his request. <laughs> it didn't sound like he actually wanted to open a dialogue at all. It didn't seem like that to me. Like it was just a statement, like an angry angry yeah. rant, right? Yep. Yep. Um, yeah. You should accept his request. What? And him as a friend. <laughs> and then what? Just, just, you know, sort of chat with him every now and then. Hey, hey buddy. Uh, How's doing multiplayer? Yeah, yeah. Uh, you should listen to this podcast where I tell the world what I think of Quake Champions. Oh my god, we're think, getting onto that. This, oh, I'm so excited. I think no. you'll be on board. I think you'll like what I have to say about that. Um, Did it even make Doom? Like, I really like. It's a riddle that I want an answer to. They they didn't do the multiplayer, like, like at all. They no. definitely didn't do the multiplayer, but they're in the credits. They're in significant portions of the credits. Why don't, why don't they get to do, like... They, I saw um, a few months ago that there was a line of jeans, as in the things that you wear, a fashion thing, curated by Pharrell. Why can't games just be, like, you know, Doom, curated by id? Um, why can't there be a word that means, like, we didn't fucking make it, but... You know, we, we kind of oversaw it and we produced it, essentially. Because it seems like they're doing that quite a bit. I mean, yeah, looks like Quake Champions is kind of maybe heading that way as well. 
Don't know. We'll, we'll get I to mean, that. Outsourcing games? Who did that? Alien Isolation. No. The yeah, other Alien. Gearbox. Oh, my God. With a bad one. What was it called? Oh, uh, Colonial, Colonial Marines. Oh, my God. How good was it to forget that for a second? Uh, yeah. That had like five or six developers listed in the in the credits. And that was um, that was just a mess. Yep. Yeah. All right, let's let's get through this because there's a lot. Okay. There is lots going about. Obviously, E3 week is is happening. It's like halfway through. Yep. Uh, we're not there, but that's cool. Being that's there's kind of shit. Yeah. Um, but we'll talk about what we've been playing first, and then go on to some uh, E3 stuff. So, uh, what are we going to list? Overwatch is there? Yeah, is you? I, I, it's me. I'm <clears throat> still playing it. Uh, still trying to get to the bottom of it. You know, it's one like the stupid thing where uh, I don't know. I just um, I don't know. I I am trying to get to the bottom of what makes me dislike it, but also it's Blizzard has nailed. Like Blizzard has long ago nailed that fucking loop that draws you in and drags you in and makes you want to keep playing over and over the pokey fucking pokey machine loop. They've, they've nailed it. They nailed it a decade ago. So like, I shouldn't be surprised, but yeah, I also play it cause I'd like to play it as much as I dislike it. What, what about there's something about it that makes me dislike it as a game. Mm-hmm. I like to play it cause it's the same as world of Warcraft. Like I, I loathe the idea of playing world of Warcraft and while I was playing it, I loathed everything about it. And yet I kept playing it because, yeah, that's what they do. They make very, very addictive games. And I'm addicted to Overwatch. Oh. Um, yeah, the community is getting more and more toxic uh, every single day. Uh, the most interesting thing, I think, is that there are people who now are attempting to combat the toxicity. Uh, but there's no support from Blizzard or anything. It's not like they do anything like League of Legends did to support people who are trying to combat toxicity. It's basically just, yeah, people are fuckheads and other people are like, come on, you know, there's no need to BM. Just mm-hmm. say GG and let it go. Um, yeah. The few games that you get where everyone's cool, like, on both teams, everyone's cool and everyone's like, wow, uh, that was a really good play of the game or, oh my God, that was a terrible play of the game. I'm, I'm embarrassed or whatever. Those are the, those are the best, but they're so, they're like less than 10% of the games. Most of the games are, yeah, kill yourself, uh, fuck you, never play Widow again, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. It's just garbage. It's mostly like, only very rarely is it directed at me, um, but I still hate seeing it. I still just think it's a, just a fucking garbage way to train another person. Anyway. Yeah. So Overwatch, yeah, still playing it. Okay. And I only play when I see Joe playing. Yeah. I like, have zero interest to play that game by myself because it's that old thing of um, it being like a my opinion quite well designed or really well designed team-based game but if your team fucking sucks um i find that frustrating and if you can't play with one other person or better still two mm. um 
yeah, you can't really like you don't have that sense of achievement. And I only enjoy winning then, and like I don't enjoy losing even if it's close. It's just kind of like oh, I don't think this is the kind of game that I jump into by myself um, and play for any duration of time. I mean, I did a little bit, but now I'm just sort of more like I'll check to see if Job's playing or someone I know, and yeah. if they're not, then I'll just turn off Battle.net. Yeah. So it's become that kind of game for me. Even though I have fun, like when I play it with you. Um, yeah. But yeah, we've, we've still, in my games with you, encountered, I'd say, a disproportionate amount of um, Nupti teammates. Yeah. And uh, it's just sort of like, like, how do you not get the objective? Like, yeah. how are you not playing objective? Like, why are you mm. preserving your KDR in a game that really doesn't seem to outside of the play of the game yeah why have we got three widowmakers on an attack map (laughs) yeah 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 why at the starting screen do we see that we've got you know this particular support class and then you've just picked it as well and that kind of makes us useless like i'm all i'm more comfortable now switching up uh certain characters because i've had a bit of time with two or three from each category but before i was sort of more like stick to the few that i know because i know that i can play that well um but I don't feel like other people are necessarily doing that. But that's just classic pub server stuff, isn't it? Yeah. Unfortunately. Unfortunately. But anyway, yeah, so that's... I don't know. So there you go. Um, Overwatch, yeah. Still playing it because I'm addicted. Uh, yeah, that's all I got. What's next? Um, <clears throat> I, I played some Siege the other night when I was hammered. Good, good. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> After we watched Dota, <laughs> was uh, was drunk Luke in fine form? Or? I was I was doing alright, I think. Oh yeah, nice. Yep. Uh, yeah, still it's, good, huh? It's still good. It's always good. I don't know what that game, but it's still good. Yep, <laughs> something about it, right? Yeah, I mean, I, I was literally just thinking about the the problem that uh, Overwatch has with trying to get people to play roles they don't want to play, and you think about playing a role you don't want to play in Rainbow and it's literally, well, I guess I'm electrifying barbed wire. <laughs> I'm still 100% capable, right? But I, I'm i not the utility that I was hoping to be. But we'll still have that utility. It's just not going to be me doing it. And uh, yeah, Overwatch, on the other hand, is, oh, cool. We don't have a healer again. I am the tank. You know what? Fuck it. If nobody changes to healer before the game starts, I'm gonna change. I'm just gonna play my own game. I'll, I'll do my own thing. I'll go Reaper or fucking Curry or some shit. Fuck it. Mm. Yeah. Yep. Um, but otherwise, I've been playing a bit more of The Witcher. Um, uh, yeah. I just want to bring that up because I did an amazing mission. Um, yep. I've pretty much exclusively been doing the side missions still. Um, I did one main mission uh, the other night, and that took me a little while to get through, but still, yeah, just kind of powering through all the side stuff. Um, And there was a side mission where uh, Geralt goes to a bank, and that's the mission, and it's amazing. Sounds amazing. It is amazing. (laughs) Fucking sold me on it, man. (laughs) It's really good. I don't want to spoil it in terms of what happens, but it's just like... The, the the stuff that happens in that mission, it's literally just him going from like bank teller to b- bank teller, <laughs> and but the things that happen in that that mission and just like his 
tone of like what's going on make it amazing um it just you don't see stuff like that in other games and that's why witcher is so amazing you it's really good. sold me on this it's idea good. of going to a bank <clears throat> so that's good yeah well they 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 took a really silly idea and and made it interesting um cool or fun well they made it fun at least um so that was good. Anyway, I just want to bring that up. I'm still playing through that. It's still amazing. Uh, anybody that hasn't picked it up yet that really liked The Witcher should definitely play. It's well worth it. Yep. Um, otherwise, do you want to talk about some Dota? We watched some Dota the other night. We did watch some Dota. Um, and had a lot to drink. Yes, we did. In the process of doing so. A lot to drink, yes. And I ate some ribs. Not many ribs, but some ribs. <laughs> yeah, chili ribs, right? Chili ribs, yeah. Were they good? Uh, the, the little slider burgers were better than the ribs, I thought. Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah, the slider burger was pretty good. Yeah. Um, yeah. <sighs> Dota. So, yeah, this uh, is the the final day. Of the major. So, uh, yeah, the first, first the, sorry, lower bracket final was Newbie versus Team uh, Liquid. Mm-hmm. And that was... Um, I thought it was a good match. I was I was disappointed that newbie lost because I had money on them. But uh, <laughs> and the yeah. only Australian in the competition and the only Aussie, yeah. But um, yeah. Apart from that, uh, I thought it was yeah, it was a really good game. They, I don't know, they played really well. I thought um, both teams played really well, obviously. But uh, yeah, Liquid just managed to. I, I think I think that. Newbie just, once they lose, they just sort of get in their own heads about it. Mm-hmm. That seems to be what happens is that they just, you know, they, they start out strong and then they drop a game and they're just not able to get back. The draft in the third game wasn't that great, but yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I didn't watch them. I was out. <laughs> so, cool. Phil, so we, we watched the grand final. Which started yeah. at like 5.30 or yeah. something like that. So it was OG versus Team Liquid. Hold on. Before six. we get to that, yeah. <laughs> the fucking, they had like this opening ceremony that they did. Oh, yeah. Um, and they had a guy from Game of Thrones on there. Ah, uh, yes. That just randomly was there all of a sudden. <laughs> and he did like the team introductions yeah. of them walking uh, onto the stage. Yeah, it's, it's got it's some sort of Game of Thrones meme. I, I don't watch it, so I don't know what, what the fuck anyone's going on about. But is it a spoiler if we say what it is? Or? I, th- I think it might be. Okay. Yeah, don't say it. It's okay. from this season, so let's not talk about it. But uh, but everyone was going fucking nuts about this guy being there. Yeah. Um. Yeah, and I thought that was pretty cool and funny. <laughs> pretty dumb. Um. Also, Dean Kane was there. Was present, yeah. What were you saying? There was like some sort of Comic Con or yeah, some sort of like Comic Con type event. Filipino Comic Con on in the same area, yeah. At the same time, like same building. Uh, I don't know if it was the same building, but it was. I, th- uh, yeah, I don't know. Must have been on around then, and they were looking for something to do, maybe. Yeah. <laughs> so but yeah, that was cool. Um, anyway, so the games, um, yeah, they were they were all right. I think yeah, <laughs> they were good. They were good fun. Uh, we had some we had some fun trying to like watch through the drafts and kind of pick what they should be going <laughs> that sort of thing. 
Um, and by we, you mean you. Me. And, and then I, I sat there asking you questions. And you were actually surprisingly accurate yeah. as to what they would pick. Uh, yeah, it was... Once again, once again, you're going to hate me for bringing this up, but once again, I am gobsmacked at how unnecessarily elitist the words they use are in commentary of fucking esports. And this one was no different. They would switch like BO5 and BO3 are the most pointless fucking shortenings of all time. Best of three takes just as long to say as BO3. They're the same syllables, same amount of syllables. So you're not saving anything. You just, all you're doing is complicating shit. All you're doing is making things a little less easy for newcomers to understand. You knob ends. And that is hardly the limit to what they're doing. They're still calling shit racks when barracks doesn't take that much longer to say. Uh, yeah, it's just dumb shit. The racks like, is like boobs, right? Yeah. No. No. It's uh, actually not, I'm afraid. But it sounds like boobs. Oh, yeah, it does. Uh, do you think that's the to the point they're trying to allude to? <clears throat> I don't know. I'm digging pretty deep for this. <laughs> you are meeting them far, far further than halfway, I think. Um, but, yeah, I don't know. It just bugs me. It still bugs me. Just, you know, it's just dumb that they do that. But uh, OG versus Team Liquid, the first game was cool. It started out with... Um, that was the one where they were fighting in the river, right? Like, right at the start. They were fighting over the room right at the start. Um, that was game one. Yeah, I think that was. That was pretty cool. Uh, was it game three, the one where they were just fucking fighting constantly? Yeah. It was bonkers. Yeah, that one was fucking bananas. Um, they spent like 10 minutes just fighting at the start of the game. Yeah. Uh, which is cool. It's what people want to see, so that works out well. Uh, and it's like, it's the sort of Dota that anyone can watch and understand because you can, like, it's not perfect. Uh, there's still a lot of shit flying around and a lot of colors and stuff like that. But uh, you can understand, like, Nate, you'd be able to understand what was going on in a um, in a team fight a lot better than you would be able to understand what's going on in a split push. That's good. So, yeah, you can see, you know, oh, the, all the heroes are fighting and they're fighting as much as they can as opposed to uh, they're attempting to push their creep wave into towers to cause the other team to Take have this advantage yeah. that, yeah, that isn't immediately obvious. That kind of shit. Um, so, yeah, team fights are really good television. Uh, split pushes, not so much. Although they can lead to team fights. So, yeah. Anyway, uh, it was good. I thought it was good. Uh, PGL did an awesome job. Uh, oh, yeah. They were the production company. They did a fucking awesome job. Uh, really good stuff. They tweaked their battle views so that it was a lot better. Um, so that's good. Yeah, we complained about that last week, but they, we they took it down for a day or two, brought it back, cleaned it up, made it less convoluted. Yep. Um, yeah, it was a lot better by then. Yeah. Uh, yeah, what was... Yeah, the new one was yeah, significantly better. So that's cool. And yeah. And then uh, OG won. OG won. So they're the... Um, that's their second major. Major. Yeah, they won, won Frankfurt. And... I'm pretty sure they'll get invited. 
<laughs> to the to the international. Ah, uh, yeah. Mm. Uh, I thought I was reading somewhere the top four would be invited, but I think two of them already had invites from their major victories. So was Liquid and OG already have invites from? Yeah, plus Nubi is last year's champion, right? Last year, what? Uh, sorry, last not year's- last year's. No, that was uh, EG one last year. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know if they'll get invited New- again. Newbie will be invited. EG, maybe not. Yeah. They tend to actually invite the past champions, so maybe they will. Right. Um, considering that pa- after this tournament finished, they've brought back two of those existing players. So um, Team Secret actually have lost a player. So Universe has gone back to EG. Right. Um, and then Zai has also gone back to uh, EG after he took a break from st- to study for school. Um, so they've now got uh, f- four of their players that, that won the last um, international. So I think they'll they'll probably get invited again. Uh-huh. Yeah. Um, anyway, yeah, it was good fun. I, I I dig what they're doing with the production stuff, and hopefully that just means that as the next majors come around, that they'll kind of look at who did a good job and who didn't, and try and um, do a better job. Need- I still think the one thing they need to do is make picks and bans more interesting viewing. Is that at this point, like it is still the worst thing, uh, worst television. It's literally guys sitting there talking about little faces popping up in squares. And Mm. yeah, the information delivered on the screen isn't very good. And yeah. Yeah, it's maybe that much in-game shit. They like all acquired knowledge. Does there need to be like a graph, like a stats screen or something, or like these are the top picks at the moment, and then kind of blank them out as they get picked? And you'd have like imagine you can do all that kind of shit. There's so much room for mm. that kind of stuff, and like there's no need to be stuck tied to the in-game pick ban page. If you like, if you ask me, there's no reason that you have to use that. You could use something far more interesting uh, to deliver that information. So, yeah, uh, but yeah, stats and all that kind of shit. Like, it's all the stuff that you'd expect to see in a fucking in a timeout or a halftime show on any other real sports, real quote sport. Um, yeah, like they always they deliver too much information sometimes. And yeah. 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 Cool. Um, did you happen to see the the most picked heroes who they were? No, I didn't. Ah, I was close. Yeah. Uh, Disruptor got first nice. and Phoenix was third. Ah, uh, who was second? Slada. Ah, uh, I would have guessed that. For some reason. Um, I actually, because during the compendium, I picked Lifestealer. He came fourth, so... The actual finals games looks like um, kind of swayed that a little bit because they got picked on pretty much every single game. Yep. Uh, I still thought I, I 100% think Phoenix should have been banned. Yeah. Why's that? Uh, they need like the the team that lost Team Liquid were just having way too much trouble dealing with Phoenix as a hero, so they should have if they'd banned her in the pick and ban phase then. They wouldn't have had to worry about her. She's just, she's like, you know, obviously I don't play, but uh, from a viewer's perspective, uh, 
she just provides so many options. She healed, like she casts out this laser sort of fucking fire breath thing. Mm. And uh, not only does it damage the enemy, it heals your teammates. And so she's got this spectacular utility. And uh, she's also got this fucking massive supernova stun thing. And she can, she's got a lot of mobility. And yeah, she's just super powerful. Yeah. But what they were doing instead of, remember they were denying uh, Miracle his invoker pick. Mm. So they were wasting or, or they were basically banning that pick so that he couldn't get his best hero. Um, in which case that meant that they would pick the Phoenix yep. as, as something going. Uh, but anyway, so a new, a new patch came out like the day after the tournament and it's gone through and um, uh, made a lot of hero changes. Um, right. Very slight, very slight change. A lot of buffs to other heroes okay. um, and a couple debuffs, but nothing significant. Do you think they patched based on that esports thing, or is that too niche for them to be doing that? They would have patched that based on the last, uh, probably the tournament before that, and also um, stuff that was happening during um, the major as well. Uh, because there was one, one or two major tournaments on just before the. Sorry, there were two. I think they called them uh, premier tournaments, something like that, just before this major. Um, so we did have a look at kind of what the. I guess the meta was going to be like, but um, yeah, they've had a bit of information to kind of work with. This this wasn't a like a huge change. It was very tinkering type stuff. So the qualifiers for the uh, the international starts like next week or something. So they've got to kind of um, get those in before people start playing. It's it's you know you don't want to drop a patch a day before a qualifiers because <laughs> that's just everyone get upset. So. That's their uh, that's the way of working with it usually because they're just so busy in the Dota scene. There's tournaments all the time. They've got to do a lot of planning and trying to figure out how how they can balance while working around all these things that are happening. Uh, yeah, but anyway, it was it was good fun to watch. Uh, I'm I'm curious to see what the uh, international is like, where where Valve's production now ends up and what they do with it because we've seen some really cool stuff. So they need to try and top that. Yeah. Hmm. Uh, should we move on? What else have we got? Um, Trials of the Blood Dragon. This is the, the Trials game, isn't it? Yes. Is it your first time reading anything? I've not. I didn't watch <laughs> the uh, Ubisoft <laughs> press conference. So Trials I- of the Blood Dragon. Uh, yeah, no. Uh, this, is, uh, this is Trials meets Far Cry Blood Dragon. And so it's a trials game, uh, basically with uh, the I don't know theme of Blood Dragon. So it's all eighties and shit, and uh, yeah, you're like uh, I don't know a rad dude trying to stop Vietnam is taking over half fucking Asia or most of Asia, and uh, you're trying to help out in the fourth U.S. Vietnam War. And uh, you do that by riding your bike. And that's about it. Um, it's a trials game. I haven't seen anything completely zany yet. Uh, at the moment, I'm, I'm still pretty early in. It took fucking... It was a fucking mission to get this game, eh? I mean, it took longer than it usually does for Xbox to download something. And uh, when I started up my Xbox after I downloaded it, it just hung on this green screen at the start, like at the start, for fucking ten minutes, 
And uh, so, like, I, I sat there for, like, two minutes. And I'm like, oh, fuck. Is this thing broken? Then I went and Googled what the fuck I'm supposed to do. And uh, then, like, I'm like, oh, okay. Uh, Google says, it turns out that uh, your hard drive is probably fucked. I'm like, oh, fuck. And I turn around and it's booted. And I'm like, oh, okay. We're all good. Whatever. I won't need to worry about that then. And, uh, yeah, so I ignored it. Play the game. But, uh, yeah, it's cool. It's Trials. I mean, it is. It's just it's a Trials game with the Blood Dragon theme. And it gets a little bit... It, like, swings wildly between, uh, like, funny in the same way that Blood Dragon was, which is, like, super parody, like, piss-take uh, 80s action movie stuff. It swings between that and sort of, I don't know, too much, I guess. Like, taking it too far. Like, not taking it too far, but sort of, like, oh, yeah, okay, so... Yeah, we get it. You're a fucking 80s action, whatever. Do you understand what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Yeah, like, not actually funny, just sort of reference humor bullshit. But, uh, yeah, most of it, it seems, seems mostly it's been good, mostly. A few hiccups. I don't know. Yeah. Uh, if you like trials, it's more trials, so that's basically. What do you play it on? Xbox One. Xbox One. Remember, Xbox One crashed. Oh. I wouldn't be playing... I wouldn't have even booted up my Xbox One if not for this and the other game that I played on my Xbox One. Halo Wars 2. Yeah! No! <laughs> yeah? Uh, uh, Nate and I played Halo Wars 2 together. We did. I've never played a Halo Wars game. Uh, no, I played Halo Wars. Uh, what do you think of Halo Wars? I was confusing the, it with something else. Original? Uh, it was okay. Like, it was as good as you can get strategy on a console, right? Yeah. But that obviously kind of heavily simplified what you could do because of the, you know, lack of precision controls and speed that you can get on a keyboard and mouse. Yeah. It's fucking sad that it was the swan song of Ensemble. That still breaks my heart to this day. Uh-huh. As a big Age of Empires fan. Sure. Um, but yeah, I kind of still wanted to play it on, on PC. So I find it really fucking interesting that they're making this multi-platform sort of between PC and console. Um, but they've clearly designed it with console in mind as well. So while I'm sure the controls will change, I think it's still going to be quite simplified unless they add additional mechanics or depth to the PC version, which would be fucking awesome. But I, I don't see that happening. Or maybe it's just that the meta will change. The meta, yeah, it'll change to playing it on fucking PC. You're getting fucking butt blasted. <laughs> yeah, and if there is crossplay, although it sounded like uh, from the Microsoft conference specifically that they t- they kind of seem to emphasize quite a bit that there would be crossplay for certain modes like co-op and yeah. things like that. Not yeah. necessarily for that game. I do. I can't remember which game I'm thinking of, but but that like that's smart. Like. Yeah, because it, it increases the player base um, for stuff that like, not doesn't matter, but you not don't have an obvious competitive edge, basically. Because, my God, playing that was like having one hand tied behind your back, especially because um, I've been playing Company of Heroes 2 recently. Uh, you like that, Ding? 
double reference. Uh, and that game is like you need to be super fast all over your hotkeys and stuff um, to feel like a contender. Yeah. Um, and this was definitely like I, I just had to accept early on that I wouldn't be able to do what I could normally do. And I didn't find it like I found that I don't know for you, Joby, but like the right bumper, for instance, selects all the units on a screen, but you couldn't tap it. You had to like hold it mm. for like half a second instead of just a quick tap. It had to be like a proper press. Yeah. Yeah. It was almost like they didn't want you to accidentally select all you guys on the screen, but like, yeah, considering when they're under attack, you probably want to get them and move them or get them out of there. And it just sort of just seemed more like that RTS logic of old, um, probably more so where you're playing against AI than humans, but we were playing against humans because it's multiplayer beta in every sense of the word. There's not even any training beyond a video. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's not a very good training video either. Uh, but like, I just, there was no way that I could micro. Yeah. Yeah. I couldn't micro for shit, man. Getting completely frustrated. And I don't think that, that one of the players we went up against was, he was really, really good, clearly, or he yeah. played a few rounds, knew the fuck what, what he was doing. Um, and he was, even he was just moving blobs. You know, there was no flanking or repositioning of units because they've got that whole scissor paper rock thing going on where um, generally speaking, ground beats air, air beats vehicles, vehicles beat infantry which is kind of cool and there are exceptions to that rule but um yeah i just i don't know i I, it didn't grab me like the last one did but then i never played the last one uh competitively yeah and i would have much preferred something perhaps even co-op so you could kind of see what they were trying to do without like getting thrown to the deep end of this mode i mean what did it want us to do 10 matches before it would rank us and I'm like, oh, that's a bit like it's it's here for a week, and it was buggy, wasn't it? <laughs> yeah. Like uh, the same thing happened to Joby. We had a debrief after the game, but like halfway through the match, all of these beautiful, you know, animations and stuff just stopped happening. So there was no gunfire, there was no missile strikes or anything. So it was just literally two armies with health bars, just kind of getting chipped away until a unit would just sort of disappear oh no that's that's not what happened to me oh isn't it that's what happened to me the the fucking character models for the enemy disappeared so i could see your character models getting fucking blown up (gasps) what (laughs) by nothing oh um, well that's that's a level beyond mine then i'm trying to help you nate but (laughs) i can't can't see the enemies you seem to be fucked buddy like you've picked a you picked a fight with something a lot more invisible than you are. Ghosts. Uh, yeah, ghosts. <laughs> uh, perhaps you shouldn't have started shit with the supernatural. Um, but yeah. Yeah, okay. So that's uh, worse than what I had. So that was like, your one's definitely unplayable. Mine's just like, not really good at all. Especially because having watched the trailers and we watched a PC gaming show where they actually had a, a segment that focused on some gameplay. And, you know, the guy was kind of saying all the right things. But like, he, he talked about this emphasis on wanting you to have feedback so that you like lots of emphasis on tracer and shit so you can see if you happen to not be looking and you jump back over to where you're getting attacked you can see exactly straight away where you're getting attacked from by yeah 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 like the projectiles coming in and shit like that which i thought was cool and lots of explosions and stuff but it's definitely 
definitely a game that I'm not going to play again, I don't think, on Xbox One, unless they force me to do a single-player beta because they won't release it at the same time on PC. But if mm. PC wasn't an option, we, we wouldn't have been playing on um, Xbox One. Yeah. I say. Yeah, absolutely. I, I will not play that game again on console. Uh, I will not be playing that game again without keyboard and mouse. Uh, and frankly, I will never, ever, ever play any RTS again with a fucking controller. It's just awful. I don't like, I don't see the point. It's, it's like, um, I don't know. You're able to, you know what needs to happen. And you have to sit there and watch as you're completely incapable of making it happen. Like, it's just impotence, impotence. But, but- ah. That's um, it's fucking awful, man. I mean, it's it's worse than this example, but that's exactly how I feel whenever I go from keyboard mouse to controller for a shooter. Yeah, um, I have to consciously tell myself to stop playing like I'm on PC because, like, I just I can't aim as fast. You need to kind of play to the limitations of um, the control mechanic, and while it does sort of lend itself to, and I'm glad nowadays um, more console shooters are moving away from snap to aiming yep. uh, which is what made my experiences with Uncharted 4 multiplayer recently a whole lot more fun because you know that if you start getting fired at and someone has to drop on you you basically just start kind of rolling and snapping to cover and just moving erratically and they're only going to fluke hit you and then they tend to spray and pray get a couple of hits on you and then you can kind of spin around and, and have a go back at them which I, I really kind of enjoyed playing up on that sort of limitation because no one's i mean i've yet to meet someone who's able to kind of snap headshots or whatever in a on a joystick yeah um may i never meet them because that would just be infuriating but um yeah it was like it was definitely next level it was like this doesn't fit on a um console this genre doesn't i i'm curious actually whether you guys ever tried ruse with move nope. wasn't it didn't yeah. ruse have move support which i thought sounded interesting yeah i didn't play with that um ruse was the ubisoft one right yeah it was actually kind of a cool game i played it yeah on jung used to wank on about it constantly he wanted it to be like a full-line esport and shit um <clears throat> which would have been cool like did you play it uh, a little bit nowhere near as much as jung did um yeah, like I could see, I could definitely see the potential, especially because the voice voice controls were actually better than I expected. And so once you like, you had to say shit certain ways, and once you taught yourself to talk in that way, but yeah, uh, no, it was good. I thought it was good. I think the only other time I'll touch. Um console strategy is when they eventually Microsoft or whatever moves to that stage where you're kind of either controlling it from a sort of tablet controller or you're controlling it in sort of VR space. Yeah. With a combination of proper, you know, voice commands that are kind of calibrated to the Australian accent like Microsoft did with Kinect. <laughs> Kinect. Um, but, but also like where you're kind of able to minority report control shit or you know point at stuff touch stuff and then just move it like i think that would be kind of more immersive in a way yeah Yeah. and i definitely would try that as long as it you know was responsive enough and all those all that important stuff because again keyboard and mouse just works doesn't it it's just i don't have to think about a click not registering or whatever like shit just happens Mm mm-hmm 
but yeah, they de- they definitely don't need strategy games on um, consoles. And I'm tr- trying to remember the last one. It might have even been Ruse. Yeah, was the last strategy game, and and I don't I'll look it up. But like that was like last gen, like probably deep last gen, wasn't it? Uh, yeah, maybe. What about that? Didn't Creative Assembly make one? Out of Brisbane, Stormrise or whatever the fuck it was called. Oh, was that on console? Yeah, that was, it was built from the ground up to be console. Like the, their entire pitch was console. Um, yeah. So I'm, my, I'm gonna have a look, see when it was released. Because 2010 for Ruse. I'm not sure. No, it was 2000, uh, 2009 for Stormrise. So ah, it was okay. Just after it, there but um. I mean, and then you're kind of getting into tragic area because I'm pretty sure Stormrise got smashed. Yes. Um, but also before that was uh, Supreme Commander 2. Oh, yeah. Which was also at the height of fuckheads, um, traitors, I might even say. Like old school developers going, oh, yeah, you know, PC's kind of dying. So yeah. we need to have a console presence. And that game got so watered down for its multi-platform stuff that it wasn't even worth playing. Yeah. That's Chris Taylor, right? Unless he'd moved away. was his IP. Uh, yeah, I think, total, it, was, I think it was still Chris Taylor. You, I'd say you'd be able to Google that while you're Googling things. Well, I'm, I'm trying to be sneaky and wait for people to rant when I do that so you don't hear the clackety-clack. Oh, okay. Well, uh, yeah, I uh, I don't really have anything to rant about. I mean, it was definitely uh, how like how good has this turnaround been though? Where now PC is like everything. PC is like the savior of video games. Yeah, and and I think that it happened like it was already happening, but it happened for me in the biggest way towards the end of the console cycle, last generation's console cycle, because these people like uh, Dice, for instance, they wanted to show like the latest Frostbite engine in its most beautiful form. So they showed it on PC. Yeah. And they kind of hid like a dirty secret, the um, console versions till the 11th hour before showing them off because they knew that they couldn't get the sort of fidelity and they couldn't, portray the games in the best light and the best way to kind of hint at and show what was going to be happening on new gen outside of examples of bullshit like um watchdogs most infamously did Mm. um they were basically showing it off on high-end pc to go this is what your next generation of gaming will look like and while it didn't go to that extent again watchdogs um some of the stuff that we saw uh at you know, coming out of Sony stuff and even Microsoft, you know, like these games are, they're looking pretty damn schlick on new gen and the sort of kind of fidelity where even as a PC guy, I'm like, you know, damn, that's a good looking game. Mm. Whereas in the past, it used to be like, doesn't look anything like crisis. Who gives a shit? (laughs) That's ugly. And I literally, and this is going to sound arrogant as fuck, like uh, press, press confessions. Um, I used to ask people who played on consoles whether a game looked good on console. Yeah. Because by the standards of what I was playing on a high-end PC at the time, I was like, yeah, it looks okay, but it doesn't look like... If, uh, can I call this game like amazing looking? Like, How does that look to you sort of stuff? Because yeah. I was just like... My point of uh, reference was as- like well, well askew. And yes, by the way, just circling back slightly, Chris Taylor was the um, designer on Supreme Commander 2. Hmm. Uh, yeah. I don't know. Luke? Yep. 
Sounds good. good. One. <laughs> Thanks yep. for contributing, that's Luke. Good. I like PC. Yeah, that's good. That's even better. That's fantastic. We'll come back to that later, though. No, uh, no more, no more reading fucking in the internet, Luke. Reading Pay attention. Pay attention to the conversation. I am paying attention. What's up next then? Uh, we can talk about Company Dead- Heroes too. Okay, sure. <laughs> uh, that um, that's an RTS that I may have even said it on the the podcast whenever I revisit it, which is like usually once a year. Regrettably, it's it's a game that I perpetually keep installed on Steam. Yeah, because it's the sort of thing that like the original game. I poured so many hours into that, mm. um, and I've always liked strategy games, but I've never felt confident enough to take them online. And even the original company Heroes, I didn't. But like we were, you know, a mate and I would play against four AI on the stupidly highest difficulty, yeah, and get obliterated a lot. But like we just kept going back and back and back for more. And with Company Heroes two, friend of mine actually was like, "We've got to go online," and he's put in a thousand hours. He came over the other night. And um, we played multi, and, and I, I don't know if he was being nice, <laughs> but he's saying, like, no, dude, you're doing all right. Um, but he said that we kept getting teamed up with NAF um, teammates, which may or may not have been true. Uh, but I certainly didn't feel like I was able to contribute at a speed that I was at when we first started playing because I, you know, had dozens of hours under my belt. So I was sort of like, I want to get back into this. So I've just gone back to the um, kind of scenarios um and have been playing that and geez it's a lot of fun and um they've kind of really like passed it and refined it and balanced it to a point where it's like it's really good i mean the asymmetrical armies were always awesome but problematic upon release people were kind of searching for the biggest quickest exploit but they seem to have fixed a lot of that a lot of um community maps on rotation as well in multi well i haven't jumped back in by myself into multi i've just put in probably 15, 20 hours over the last week and a half. Just that's been my new kind of go-to is just finding it satisfying to kind of play a um, an RTS that really rewards aggressive tactics. And I mean, back in the day, we're talking Age of Empires again. I used to pride myself on, well, not pride myself. I used to be the gamer that would um, build like, really defensively i'd build all the towers i'd build the walls you know i'd yeah i'd build all that stuff turtle. up and I'd, what's that I'd, yeah turtle a turtle like a motherfucker i would have the um but then like i'd i'd get that set up and then i would build the army and go out and kick ass mm, yeah and um it wasn't until the original company of heroes that i sort of learned that that wasn't the way that you could do it oh actually probably more before that it was probably generals clan and conquer generals that you yeah. had to kind of be aggressive, you had to be harassing, you had to make people think that you had a bigger army than what you had and whatnot. Um, and I think Company of Heroes really kind of rewarded that. Plus the idea that unlike something like StarCraft, where you can have you know uh, a mob of forty Marines that can take down fucking anything, you know, in Company of Heroes, if something's armored, you can't hurt it with. Yeah you know guns you have to have anti-tank stuff to take out a tank so a tank it becomes a bit of a rush to get tanks but you still can't just rely on a single tank to win and with company heroes 2's um fog of war system which is like amazing and every strategy game needs it where it doesn't move out in that fixed circle where you can see through objects it like actually wraps and warps around objects line of sight yeah yeah, proper line of sight gets obstructed by, like, smoke. And I'm talking, like, if a vehicle blows up in front of you, your guys can't see through it. Like, shit like that. Like, it's super, super tactical. Hmm. Um, and it means that you can, like, as a tank, 
and you can kind of flank around behind it without even knowing that you're there, either as another vehicle or as an anti-tank gun or even as infantry who might have rocket launchers or anti-tank weapons. And it's hugely satisfying. And also, like, it super, super rewards, like, aggressive, harassing tactics, which is how I play shooters. So I'm really kind of enjoying this evolution of, um, I guess, my gameplay in a, in a strategy game, which has gone from Super Turtle to kind of Super Ninja Turtle. <laughs> but uh, yeah, um, highly recommended if you've thought about it or want to go back to it. And if you chaps have it and want to take it for a spin, I'll gladly play co-op against AI stuff. Won't take I've, you online because that's crazy. I've like, got so, it. I just don't have it. I've never played it. <laughs> you've never played it? I've, yeah, I've previewed it, but um, yeah, what? it's just sitting in my Steam library at the moment. What do you think when you previewed it? Uh, yeah, I really liked it. Do you play strategy games? I mean, I know. Yeah, I, I just, good. for some reason, I bought it and then <laughs> haven't got around to playing it yet. Steam sale. <laughs> yeah, I think that's probably what Oh, my was, God. Actually. Yeah, I was trying to look at that very thing because I've got like, let me have a look, how many hundred games? There's a Steam sale like next 401. Week. 401 games. And I like would hate to look through and see how I've got 404. Yes. <laughs> It's not a competition. No, oh, it's a really it's a until the steam until the steam sale happens. <laughs> <laughs> but like, um, yeah, the, the amount of games. I'm sure it's the same for you, Joby, that you would have had zero zero seconds played because yep. um, you just got it on a special. And sometimes you know it's worth buying a bundle because you like you want I don't know fifty sixty percent of it and it's cheaper to get it that way. But other times I've bought games and I'm like fuck yeah I'm gonna get that and then ugh, never touched it. Yeah. But, um, yeah, come to Heroes 2. Do you have a Joby? No. Oh, that's all right. You don't need it. Luke, if you want to install... You're not the only one who's who gushes about it. I mean, it's a universally, you know, a revered title, obviously. So, uh, yeah, it's. I was certain I had it, actually. I'm, I'm bummed out that I didn't get it in the last Steam sale, because I'm sure... Yeah. So. I bought it with Steam sale because it's, t- it's telling me I bought it exactly a year ago. <laughs> oh, it'll, it'll go on sale again, man. And yeah. then if it's cheap enough, I'd, I'd definitely get it. I mean, the, the trick I is will. that it's yeah. it's kind of like that that premium game that has microtransactions as well. Like, you don't need to spend them, but there are times, like, now looking back on stuff and understanding that there are certain commanders who you can only access through buying, or they've added this requisition system now where you can earn it like a free to play system, but on top of a premium game, which I think is a bit cheeky, which is why there's actually a script out there that you can use to, to earn like requisition while just like fucking doing something else on your computer, watching YouTube while your computer Ah. takes care of it, which Mm. I'm all for because you can earn some of these commanders, but like some of these commanders are pretty fucking awesome. And then you've got to like, you buy the core game, but then, you probably want to buy the um, the British forces and then, you know, yeah, yeah. different factions and they're all like kind of, what, 1249-ish. So it's, um you definitely want to get it on Steam sale because you, otherwise you're, you're forking out quite a bit. But it's um it's got quite a steep difficulty curve and there was one particular mission that I played. I felt fucking proud of myself, to be honest, because I've tried to beat this mission, I don't know, 12 times? Yeah. Like in the past and... Like, I'm talking, like, to the level where I'm like, fuck this, I'm going to go look on YouTube, and I watch YouTube videos, and then I read walkthroughs, and a lot of people were talking about, like, you have to get lucky with, you know, this <laughs> sort of shit, like, to be able to get past it, right. and there are still people b- bitching about it, and apparently, 
when they patched it a while back, and I don't think they fixed it since, they made it harder. <laughs> and it's just this one mission that's like, you know, I've, I don't think I've ever met a fuck you mission like this where I've just wanted to keep going back over and over and over and over again. You know, you get to a point and just like restarting because I'm like, no, nope, I'm fucked. They brought vehicles out. I don't have anything anti-tank. Fuck it. Restart. That sort of shit. And um, yeah, I, I did this strat that like wasn't based on any of the ones that I'd tried based like all these people go this is how you do it 100% works and did this fucking made up strat with just like lots of MGs everywhere and kicked ass and won felt like a boss and I mean this is like on normal difficulty so there's a difficulty above it this this is just FYI this that feeling you you got that is the feeling you get after beating every single boss in Dark Souls yeah, no, I, I, yeah, I figured. I can see, I can see that. I can, I can see that there is the Dark Souls in my future. Um, but yeah, I just like it's just a really satisfying strategy game. Once you learn a faction, and mind you, it's like any good game. Like it's good to have a working knowledge of all the factions because you you want to know what the cheesy easiest tactics are that people go for, so you can kind of have a counter for them. But um. I'm only starting playing the Germans again after basically dedicating 90% of the time me playing this game has been playing as a Russian faction. So switching over to the Germans and they've kind of changed them a lot in the patches, which, um, which I'm enjoying because you can get MGs out straight away, for instance, which is a kind of a risk reward thing. You can lock down an area or get them in a, a building, but they get targeted really quickly and easily by Molotov cocktails. But it's just a, I've never played a strategy game that I've wanted to be better at. Like, yeah. they usually just play the campaign and then fucking leave it or do some co-op against the AI. But this one, I'm like, I actually want to get to a stage where I can kind of play online and, and win a, and win some rounds. Like, I haven't... I think I only won one round or two during uh, review, um, and that was one-on-one. But, like, the kind of 4v4 matches are really, really... I can just see them being hugely satisfying. Yeah. Well, then... Uh, yeah, I'm sold. That sounds awesome. There's a master collection you can get that appears to have everything. I would wait till next week. (laughs) Yeah, the Steam sales next week, right? Yeah, I'm definitely going to wait. But yeah, it's like 40 bucks. Uh, Oh, wow. Even on, um, like, at the moment? Yeah. Okay, that's all right. So, yeah, uh, next week, hopefully it'll drop to about 20. That's what I'm aiming for. Yeah, and then um, you guys will be in the fetal position. Yeah. (laughs) Because this game... I, I think they may have changed the difficulties somewhat, but like even um, a skirmish originally in the original version, like the retail launch version, uh, against easy, I'm pretty sure was challenging. Yeah. So, yeah. Nice. Cool. Uh, Next up, Dead by Day- Daylight. This Dead is by Daylight. New, right? This just came out. Yes, it came out this week. Uh, I had some extra money. I had some money from selling Steam cards because that's still a thing. And uh, and so I'm like, ah, fuck it. Let's see what this is about. I saw Arthur Costopopolopoulos mm. talking about it. I watched him play some the other week. Right. I think it was on Early Access or, or something like that. Yeah, something like that. Yeah. Uh, so I picked it up and um, it's, it's quite a game. It's quite a game. It's sort of a horror game, uh, but it's... It's competitive and also cooperative. Uh, so there's two teams. Uh, there's a killer and then there's the survivor team. In the survivor team, there's four people on the survivor team. Um, 
and the killer is is alone. Uh, and basically, as the survivor, you need to start up five generators and then reach the exit. And as the killer, you need to kill or you need to whack and then sacrifice uh, the survivors. And yeah, it's um, it's pretty hectic. Mm. Uh, it's got it's made in Unity, and you can tell it's made in Unity. Like. Mm. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, you can tell it is. It's not very pretty. Uh, I th- I, I'm not 100% sure yet. I think they are, but uh, I'm not, yeah, I'm not clear. I think the levels are randomly generated or there are elements of them randomly generated. Um, so that means, like, you can never... 100% certain where everything's going to be at all times and stuff like that. And uh, the matchmaking system's kind of fucked at the moment. It's it's not fucked. It's just not very good. Uh, it could be a significant amount better. Mm-hmm. But, um, yeah, nevertheless, I mean, whichever role you play, it's, it's a lot of fun. It is, like, as a survivor, it is a fucking... It's a competitive horror game. It is as... It's exactly as scary as fucking any horror game I've ever played, and I've played more than I'd like to. Uh, it's just like there are multiple times where I'll be fixing up a fucking generator, and I will have I don't know been distracted by my wife doing something or whatever, and uh, I'll turn back, and then like the because when the killer gets closer to you. The only indication you have that the killer is nearby is a heartbeat that beats faster the closer the killer gets to you. And, uh, yeah, while you're repairing the generator, the generator gets louder and louder the more you do. Mm-hmm. And so the more, yeah, the more it's it's repaired, the louder it is to the point where it can, like, near the end of it, it starts to uh, drown out the sound of the heartbeat until it's nearly too late. And so, uh, if you're sort of sitting, like sitting there, scanning everywhere, like looking all around while you're uh, repairing the generator, and then you know, yeah, my wife comes up, she's like, "Oh, hey, I don't know, do you want a cup of tea or whatever?" And so I'm like, "Oh, yeah," and I look back, and then suddenly I'm like, "Was that something? Did I did I just see something?" Nah, it's probably fine. Keep repairing, and then suddenly you hear the. And you're like, oh fuck! And like, I'll like fucking piss my fucking mouse all over the place, uh, completely incapable of doing anything with it. Uh, and I'll try and run away, but I'm already looking directly up at the sky while the fucking killer sinks his fucking whatever weapon he's got, uh, a machete, uh, into me. And, uh, and then I try to run away again. But uh, yeah, I freak the fuck out because that's pretty much what I do in horror games. Uh, so it's pretty good. It's good for me. Uh, good fun. Does it have VoIP? No, it doesn't have VoIP. Uh, it doesn't even have in-game chat. And I think that's... I think it's deliberate. Uh, I think... like So it's got in-lobby chat. So when before a round starts, you can chat with people in the lobby. Um, sort of discuss what you're going to do or... Uh, what person you're going to be or whatever the fuck because um, you've got a choice of four different survivors. Uh, but, yeah, during the game itself, there's no in-game chat or anything like that. And, I like, I'm in two minds about it because I think, I think it's good because being the killer is surprisingly tough. 
uh, and it would be much, much tougher if uh, the survivors could communicate properly. Um, but on the other hand, uh, I don't know. Maybe they should balance the game in a way that allows for in-game VoIP. Uh, so proximity that's, VoIP. Yeah. There you go. That makes That'd sense. Be, but, okay, so that would be awesome. But it, it still... So what happens is when you're the killer, you chop the survivor twice, a survivor twice, and they go down, and then you pick them up and you hook them onto a hook, and they get sacrificed to your god. So in-game voice in that situation would allow that if you're hanging around uh, just nearby, just near enough so that you can get back in time to smack the survivor who tries to rescue their friend off the hook. Uh, if you're and the survivor can see you, then they'll just yell out, uh, he, he's nearby, he's, he's, just, he's just around the corner, don't come in, don't come in, or something like that. And I think that would kind of be a bit sucky. But on the other hand, you just have to fucking hide from the survivor. You'd have to be a bit smarter, that's all. Um, like, imagine the you character who's, like, screaming. Oh, yeah. Like, like so it comes around the corner and you just fucking scream and then someone else kind of hears this scream across the way and, like, <laughs> shits himself. Like, that that sort of stuff. Or you're with someone and you're like, move, 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 move. And then he's like, shut up, he's right there, you know? <laughs> yeah. That would be that'd be that'd be pretty cool. Um, yeah, that's why. Like I was saying before, you either need five people to play with, or you need to just play it on your own. Because if if you've got five people, then you can organize to have like we could have four of us in a fucking uh, Discord channel or a Teamspeak channel or on Skype even, and the killer just sitting in their own fucking little channel doing their own thing. Um, so that, yeah, you could all talk to one another or work out something else so that you could actually have the proximity shit so that everyone's freaking the fuck out or whatever uh, and the killer gets to be involved. But, uh, yeah, I don't know. Uh, it's good fun, though. Being a killer, oh, my God, I'm actually disturbingly good at being a killer. I'll tell you that. Uh, the ranking system is, is only ranked matchmaking apart from the private games that allow you to play with your friends. And the ranked matchmaking is broken at the moment and is basically very difficult to rank up on. Um, like, people are people are winning, um, escaping as survivors multiple times in a row and still being deranked because the game, like, decides they didn't do enough they didn't like oh you didn't like find anything in a crate so you didn't really earn it shit like that um or yeah you didn't help anyone off a hook even if nobody actually got hooked uh so the metrics are fucked yeah yeah they're just they've got no fucking scale at this point but uh i am currently uh upranked on the fucking as the killer despite it being fucked to rank up because um, I'm just pretty fucking good at it. Uh, yeah. You just have to, you have to think like a survivor and then 
exploit the fuck out of that. So, you know, you find one person, basically as a killer, you want to stop them from getting the generators. You can always see the generators no matter where they are on the map. So you roll around from generator to generator. If you can hear one of the generators being worked on, or if you can hear one of the generators has at least started up, which means people have done some work, they might not be nearby at that time, but they'll be in the area. Then you go go hunting. And so when people sprint, they leave scratches uh, that you can follow. They're bright red, and you can follow those scratches. And so smart people, smart survivors will run far enough to make sure that there's no line of sight, and then they'll crouch away. Very clever. But you know, like, the scratches, as far as I can tell, only last 10 seconds. And so I know that the scratches mean that they're at best 10 seconds away, which means that at best they are 10 seconds of crouch walking away, which means, oh, yeah, you are probably hiding in that fucking cupboard. Surprise! And, uh, yeah, you go hook them, and then you sort of run away from the the hook, uh, run to the next objective type thing. And as soon as you work out that you're probably uh, outside of the radius of the heartbeat of the the survivor, you just turn around and run straight back. And lo and behold, there's two survivors. (laughs) Uh, One of them's on a hook and the other one's about to be. And uh, yeah. You sort of once two if if two survivors go down really early on the fuck the game is so fucking difficult it's so fucking rough uh, as soon as you're the last survivor alive Jesus Christ you may as well just fucking hand it in your you're getting sacrificed eh? uh, it, unless unless all the generators already started or the last generator is halfway done yeah you're pretty much fucked um, it's just it's snowballs really quickly uh in favor of the killer once they get a couple of hits because there's also there's all other mechanics as well like if you get hit by the the killer you start to bleed and you start to you get freaked out as well uh and so you'll make noise and so that guy hiding in the cupboard uh well there's blood in front of the cupboard so it's a bit easier to work out that he's in there or he's uh, crouched behind a, a hail of bay, hail of bay, a bale of hay. Uh, so, uh, yeah, you can hear him whimpering, though. So, you, you know, oh, okay, he's off does, to the left. Does he hear that? Does he hear that his character's whimpering? Yeah. And so, yeah, you get... Do they leave blood trail as well when yeah. they're bleeding? Um, uh, and does that disappear after 10 seconds or is that no. just... nice? Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, you sort of... Man... It just falls to bits really quick for people. Um, the other thing, there's, an, there's like you can heal people. So if they do get attacked, uh, you can heal them up. Um, but there's like skill checks. There's skill checks with everything that you do as a survivor, basically. So if you're repairing the generator, uh, a noise will play. And then half a second later, a circle will pop up. And it's basically a quick time event. And you got to press space. <laughs> Uh, you got to press space when it's inside a certain area of, of the circle. Uh, when like a rotating bar is inside a space of the circle, and if you fuck it up, then the generator like backfires, 
and it's a big fucking warning sign. Like as the killer, you get like a flash on the screen in the direction that you're supposed to go. And yeah, sometimes people will just keep going. People will just be like, ah, fucking, yeah, I know, I know, I, I fucked up, but at the same time, yeah, fuck it. Um, I'm just gonna, yeah, sort of fucking deal with it. Uh, just keep going. I'm nearly finished, so I'm sure he can't get here in time. And they'll wrong. Yeah, they find out how wrong they are very quickly. So yeah, uh, it's it's a really fun game. I'm I have a lot of fun with it. They need to do some work, but uh. At this point, yeah, I think the only thing it really needs is more players, to be honest. Uh, and I think it deserves them. It's fucking hilarious. Uh, yeah. That's about it. It's like 20 bucks at the moment. Yeah. 17 it was. Yeah. Um, yeah. I don't know. Worth it. I, I want to check it out. Is Because when I was watching uh, Arthur play, I watched for about an hour or so. Um was only the one level it looked like, but is there more levels? Like you said, it randomly generates as far as you can tell some of the areas, but is it like different environments or anything like that? Or is it just the one place? There are four different environments, I think. There's like a farm, there's a junkyard, there's a, another type of farm, and like a foresty type place. Um, and yeah. The way it randomly generates it is by, like, randomly placing generators around, I think. Yeah, and objects and stuff like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, oh, every level has a fucking a basement, and if you sacrifice the the victims in the basement, you get mad stacks of points. Um, it's, it's very good. Much blood for the blood god. Uh, <laughs> yeah, so that's the pro place to do it. On the other hand, if you're the survivor, uh, if you find the basement, there's almost always a crate in there which will hold goodies that will help you uh, escape, like a tool kit kit to help you repair generators faster and shit. Um, So, yeah, it's a bit of a risk-reward type thing because if you go down there and you get caught, uh, you're definitely getting sacrificed in the basement, which is, yeah... Uh, it's worth shit. It's 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 a good good victory for the uh, killer. I, I take people down there. I'll be like, ah, uh, you know what? You're not that far. Fucking, let's go down, buddy. Uh, and when you are when you're being carried, when you get down, you hold uh, mouse one to try and get back up. And if the killer gets distracted and you manage to crawl, like the killer doesn't have like an icon over you when you're. Uh, like ever basically so they just know that you're around so they have to hunt for you again but you don't leave scratches or anything so they just have the blood trail and maybe you're whimpering so if you can crawl away and then hold a mouse button to get yourself back up you can actually like yeah uh get back up and run like just fucking run but uh yeah uh when you're being carried to a hook, if you hammer A and D, you'll try and wiggle your way out of his grip. And uh, that's actually a lot easier to do than uh, than trying to get back up from being downed. It's a lot faster to do that. And so uh, 
there have been occasions where my pursuit of a basement sacrifice has resulted in uh, the the survivors getting away, but not for long. Worth it. They don't get along away for long, uh, and yeah, you ch- like chuck them down there and. I uh, there's there's four different survivors and I don't really think they have much difference to them. There's three different killers and they're pretty different. One of them can go invisible, and you all you can see is like a predator type shimmer. But I actually don't have that much trouble seeing the shimmer, so uh, I don't find him that big a problem to deal with. Um, another one has these bear traps and they can put bear traps down. And uh, he's pretty weird. I don't think he's that powerful, to be honest. I don't think he's that useful. Uh, the bear traps are really easy to avoid. And whenever I come up against a killer who's got the bear traps, uh, I just walk around them. You can very clearly see them. Um, like, better killers will hide them in grass and shit, so you can't see them. But even still, uh, unless he's right near you, you can usually get back up again before it's a problem. Uh, the third one, the one I use, has a chainsaw. And uh, <laughs> he has his machete as his normal attack. But if he uses his chainsaw, he powers it up. And once it's at full revs, he'll sprint forward. Uh, so like Reinhardt, a Reinhardt charge, basically, uh, in Overwatch. And... Uh, if he like once he gets to someone and he swipes them, they go down in one instead of two, and you can move so much faster using the chainsaw sprint. You are significantly louder, but uh, it doesn't fucking matter. People like if people go into like a hay field, uh, the cornfield rather, like cornfields are just rows and rows with nothing to fucking block shit. What as a survivor you want to stay near shit that can block. And going into a cornfield is basically how you die. Because the killer's always... Like a movie. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. The killer's always a little bit faster than you. And so you need to use shit to, like, block him. So you can throw things down. You can push, like, uh, pallets over to block his way. And he'll have to stop and kick his way through them or go around them. Uh, if you go through a window, then he'll... um. He does, like, the movie killer style, very calm and imposing sort of step through instead of, like, climbing through very quickly. He'll just sort of, like, yeah, step through and keep striding onwards while you sprint away. And so, yeah, you want to put as much shit between you and him as possible so that you can get the fuck away. And, uh, yeah, it's tough. Oh, yeah, I really like it's good fun. Nice. I'd love to play it with more people. I'd love uh, to play some, uh, yeah, some private games and see. What's it called? I can't. I keep forgetting what's called. Dead, Dead by, by Daylight. Dead by Daylight. Yeah. Yep. Cool. That's all we got. Yeah, I'll get it. Um, How's the soundtrack? Oh uh, yeah, I'm not a fan of the soundtrack. I just noticed that you could buy it for ten dollars, which is why I asked because it seems fucking weird. Like buy a horror soundtrack. <laughs> I can't imagine why you would. Uh, I I went looking for a, a uh, option to turn it off. <laughs> <laughs> not because not because it's disturbing me while I'm playing, but because 
I don't like you just sort of sit there listening to it while matchmaking fucking it just repeats over and over. You're like, I'm done with this song. Oh my god, will it shut up? Oh, and alt tabs well, which is good for when the matchmaking's being garbage. That's that's a thumbs up. Yeah, that's a plus. Always a plus for a PC game. Yeah. Uh, but yeah. Hmm. I'm gonna buy it. Right they now. they worked on the Fallout game. Fallout Shelter. Did they? Did they? Yeah. You did. Really? The company that made it. Oh. I thought Weird. that was all internal. Yeah, me too. Uh, Bethesda, id, internal development. I'm seeing a link here. Behavior Interactive. They're listed as a developer for it. It was developed in partnership with... Uh, Bethesda and Behavior Interactive using the Unity game engine. So I, I guess that uh, my guess is Bethesda was in charge of all the making sure shit was right and the other guys did all the coding and whatnot from the sounds of it. Yeah. Um, all right. Should we go on to E3 stuff then? Yeah. Yeah. Well, um, I guess we'll start at the first press conference or media briefing, um, which was EA. EA, because they had theirs, um, their own separate separate thing that they, they, they did. So they had their first uh, conference up first, which is a different um, different schedule to the most the uh, other years that happen, because um, they usually do it on like the Monday or something. Anyway. Um, EA started off, and what did they show first up? It was Titanfall, right? Titanfall yeah, Titanfall 2. two. Um, grappling hooks. <laughs> I grappling guess. hooks. Uh, no, I was going through and trying to spot all the shit that was blatantly ripped from Overwatch. Okay. Or, or at least uh, borrowed heavily from Overwatch, because there was a lot of it. I mean, grappling hook is Widowmaker. Um, there's like a, there's a mech, Diva's got a mech, so they stole that from Overwatch, obviously. <laughs> and they did this within a month? Yep. <laughs> um, they put it, put it all together. No, Overwatch been in alpha for ages, buddy. Ah. Fucking get your shit together, eh? A mech? Uh, what are you talking about? Yeah, there's mechs in Overwatch. Have you not been paying attention? He's, Diva he's has a mech. He's taking the piss, isn't he? <laughs> he is. Damn it. Um, there's something. There was something else. Had a phase ability. The orb cannon from Tracer. Ah, yes. Which I thought was invisibility, but um, it actually was just like kind of like a replay feature <laughs> to get behind someone who's behind you. Yep. So yeah, literally just Tracer's move. Uh, and there was one more though. There was one more. Definitely one more. I don't. I'm, remember. I'm nearly up to it. Nearly. Nearly found it in my notes. Oh, okay. Uh, um, come on. Lucio's Wall Running. They stole that from... Um, oh, yes, of course they did. Yep. They yeah, they never... Wall Running hasn't been in games before, Overwatch, oh. so... Stole that from Lucio. Uh, yeah, and Zaya's Gravity Well. That's what I said. Yeah, right. The Gravity Cannon thing. Um... And then they showed uh, single player, 
Single player campaign. So it's got a single player campaign. Cool. And that was Optimus Prime, right? Samuel Woodwicky. Yeah, I think it was. Just like him. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, just like I just sounded like him. I thought he was here. Thanks, Luke. Yeah. Thanks, uh, Luke. This robot was throwing this guy around a lot, right? He was just launching yeah. him all over the place. No regard. The end. <laughs> no regard for just, you know, human physiology. Yeah. Yeah, just fucking peg him. And what what are what is G forces? What is this thing, G forces? Tell me, human. Oh, uh, you wouldn't understand it because you're a robot and you're probably not subjected to well not affected by G-forces, but what happens is, you know, if you dive, jump off a fucking giant thing and then get caught by a robot uh, halfway down, uh, and what happens is, you know, you reach terminal velocity and then you come to a very uh, sudden stop and you get squished on the inside, uh, if not on the outside. So, yeah, cool. Yeah. I guess what I'm saying is this game about giant robots isn't really holding up scientifically. Uh, okay, and you're all about science, are you? I am actually all about science. Science and maths. Mm. Any two numbers. Any two. Uh, Which you stole from Overwatch. <laughs> I, I, look, science hadn't existed before Overwatch, so, you know. 5387. <laughs> can, can we just, what? like, talk about how they're still maintaining that it's coming out a week after Battlefield 1? Yeah, they're still going for that, aren't they? Like, they are competing bold, huh? with their own with game. I'm all for, you know, this nice little rivalry that EA has with Activision to kind of release a shooter before they release a shooter at the end of the year. But to release two? Like, no, undermining like your own sales? Is that it clearly underlines the fact that they only got uh, Respawn to fuck with Activision. It was all to fuck Activision, and now they're going to piss them away. The bikies are coming, Joby. I reckon. <laughs> uh, yeah, they're doing it just to piss, or like piss away Respawn's talent. Because what the fuck? Nobody's gonna, nobody's gonna touch Titanfall if it comes out. The nobody's gonna touch it if it comes a month out a month after fucking Battlefield. That game is gonna fucking murder. Yeah, um, I just like, again, I remember talking about this with two different types of games, which was, or not, I guess not different if you want to boil them down ultimately, but it was um, Batman Arkham Knight and Shadow of Mordor. Oh, yeah. It was supposed to release in the same month a couple of years ago, and then uh, Arkham Batman yeah. delayed. But if I think if they had a choice, they would have fucked off Shadow of Mordor, right? And pushed it to the earlier in the year, because there has to come a point where they're crunching numbers on this idea of how many games people will buy during the Christmas period. Yeah. Or maybe that's changed because there are so many fucking games coming out at that time now. Yeah. That, that metric may have changed to the point where, where like EA has done the maths on this and gone, you know what? People are going to buy this game a week after they've bought this other game. But, but I think that the scarier thing is, and maybe this is a bit more um, PC oriented than anything else, but, it's, there's about a two-week shelf life for multiplayer on PC. And yep. then everyone goes back to what they love or the new current thing. So Battlefield 1 will come out, and assuming that it's not broken to launch, yep. please, please, dice, don't launch a fucking broken right. game this yeah. time. Um, 
that will be capturing the attentions of the battlefield people and possibly you know just shooter fans in general people might jump over to titanfall for a bit but i feel like they're going to go back and then i feel like infinity uh infinite warfare rather hits and people are going to be able to jump between either exclusively cod and battlefield or both and then titanfall seems like a distant third option yeah and and that's not even taking into account whatever other shooters might be coming out at that time. I don't know off the top of my head. Hmm. Yeah, I, I think Titan, Titanfall 2 cannot come out at that time. Well, it shouldn't. Like, even if it's finished, they should bump it to... The March. Market. March, yeah. yeah. I agree. There's nothing wrong with that. Oh, it's just... Yeah, it's just... It's sending it out to die. Like, it's a... Nobody's going... Like, you can't buy... After having a, a drop off the way Titanfall wanted, right? Uh, like consumer fucking confidence in the title is already a bit shaky. Nobody will buy it if they think nobody's going to play the multiplayer. I don't think people are lining the fuck up to play the fucking single player, even if they do pitch it as you know something amazing. Yeah. Uh, to me, it just looks like an AI and a uh, like the the relationship between an AI and the human. And I already played that fucking travesty in Halo, so you know I'm not really interested in single player, to be honest. Um, but even even still, I mean, like this is X Infinity Ward, right? So it's going to be a six hour campaign. Yeah, which is fine. But like the idea being that they understand that longevity in their titles is found in multiplayer. Yeah. Yeah, and. Yeah, if consumer confidence is already shaky, then, yeah, squishing it between the two biggest titles of the year, you may, yeah, you may as well fucking never get it. It's not going to have any players from the fucking start, right? Yeah, maybe they're just uh, yep. scared because last time they put it out in March, it didn't do that well. But that, yeah, that was because it got fucking. I don't know, there were hit pieces out on it and shit. I thought it was a good game, to be honest. I thought it was a really good game. They got fucked over by repeated fucking bullshit about, oh, you know, it doesn't even have a single player. How dare they? And it was also at the height of anti-EA bullshit. So, yeah. Yeah. Uh, anyway. But did you play it after release? Like, I remember putting hours into the beta, even though we were connecting to laggy as fuck servers, which is not really good for that sort of pace low time to um high time to kill rather sort of twitch shooter um i put a lot of hours in i had a lot of fun i was expecting that to continue when it dropped i think i put in two or three hours when it dropped and i got over it i don't uh, yeah i i don't think i got over it i think it just the time waiting for a game compared with the amount of fun i was having in game just didn't marry up well enough for me and so i stopped because, uh, yeah, the matchmaking still wasn't very good and, yeah, it just never really got, I don't know, satisfying, I guess. Um, but, yeah, I played I played it a fair bit. I thought it was going to be the fucking future of shooters, man. I was, I was on board, eh? Yeah, I'm all for, like, um, that idea of um, redefining shooting in a 3D space because yeah. the problem with COD up until that point and they've changed it a bit more recently with things like advanced warfare and black ops 3 but the problem was that if someone got the drop on you unless they had garbage aim you were dead um 
because there was no kind of idea, of, there was no escapability. You were running through corridors, doorways, and stuff like that, and that's where people hung out. Whereas with the kind of exosuits of advanced warfare and the wall running and the different abilities of Black Ops 3, and I'm assuming whatever the fuck they're going to do with zero G and abilities in Infinite Warfare, they've moved more towards this idea of still keeping that high lethality, but offering you a chance to get hit once and then kind of react with like a double jump or a wall run or something that breaks line of sight and gives you a chance to turn it around on someone. So you, you're aware that you're going to be fighting kind of more in three-dimensional space, which I always enjoy. I mean, that's a very kind of arena shooter thing, you know, when you played Quake and you didn't run, you jumped, you bunny jumped everywhere mm-hmm. and you rocket jumped and you strafe jumped and you basically were never expecting to encounter someone on the ground unless you were above them. Yeah. Which I'm like, I'm all for that. So I, I loved wall running. I mean, I loved wall running in Brink, that much derided game mm-hmm. um, which I saw the potential of but you know I can understand why it didn't go on to be the success that it could have been um, so I'm yeah I'm, I've always loved the idea of having more running in a shooter especially and I think Titanfall did it well with the pace and you know the ability to kind of jump between billboards and whatnot to get onto the back of an enemy Titan it was very cool but I think my biggest problem was that the maps would like too big that obviously had to design the maps for the titans um to make them feel like you had enough room to move but then you were only doing what was it 6v6 yeah with the bots yeah yeah, with the bots that were dumb as fuck and i just couldn't help but feel that there was a missed opportunity to have like a 32 or 64 player mode with a certain amount of pilots um i don't know maybe even on a rotation so that everyone got a chance. I don't know how they do it, but like the fact that you were kind of getting annoyed by having to fight AI that would just kind of chip away at you and then you'd get distracted or you'd take them out or it was in your best interest to kind of take out bunches of them to earn points, but really we just wanted to be fighting other players, right? Yeah. So I think that that kind of got in the way of it um, and I hope that they're kind of addressing that in Titanfall 2 because again, I love the, the idea of it, more than the execution, I found that I ran out of steam with it really, really quickly. Even though I still found it fun. Yeah, man. I mean, that was, I, I think that was basically how it wound up dying for a lot of people, right? Like, it was full of all this, I don't know, it was full of this fucking mix of great ideas and, yeah, not so great ideas. Just, yeah, which is like the perfect spot to have a sequel, right? Like to, yeah. to enjoy enough success from the first game to be able to earn a sequel. Yeah. But like there seems to be this really weird trend in our industry where people get sequels for shit that they should never have a sequel for and then they just kind of fuck it. Yeah. Like um, I'm thinking specifically of something like Army of Two or even Kane and Lynch, um, Medal of Honor. <laughs> the yeah. Rip- like these games that get a second chance. And then they just still, like, they somehow fuck it harder. They double down on the wrong shit. (laughs) Yeah. And you're like, you're actually in the perfect position now because you were kind of critically and, like, the community smashed you. You kind of got a bit ripped apart, but you still sold well. People still bought your game. So you're in a position where you can just fix a whole bunch of shit and almost not even put in new features. And people go, oh, well, that's cool. That's great. That's what it should have been. Like, it's cool. And people get to play that game yeah um and i'm all for that like you, d- you don't want to see a shit game kind of succeed but for them to get another shot and then to kind of fuck it up 
It's yeah. frustrating. Yeah. Uh, that's Titanfall. <laughs> yep. Uh-oh. Cool. We just spent a half hour on the very first game of E3. Uh- <laughs> All right. Set down some rules, Mr. Host. Come on, Luke. Then they, uh, then they went on to Madden, which I'm sure no one cares about. Hey, pass. <laughs> yep. Um, and then they talked about some esports stuff. Um, the EA major events. Uh, so that's for Madden and FIFA and other games later on. Yep. Um, cool. And uh, I don't know. It looks like they've got big plans for it, but... Uh, have to wait and see. I mean, majors, the majors system is borrowed directly from Valve. Uh, and it looks like they're taking a lot of cues from Valve, how Valve does it as well. Uh, although their challenger and premier events seem to give, like provide smaller uh, organizations more opportunities to create uh, competitions in a way that um, Valve doesn't really care to do. Mm-hmm. That's cool. Um, yeah. Uh, then they talked about Mass Effect Andromeda. Yeah. Um, what is it? Okay. What is it with EA doing this like behind the scenes videos? Yeah. Instead of know. fucking showing what you want, I'd rather honestly not see a game yep. than have. They did it for Mass Effect, which I'm, you know, I've never really got into that franchise, so that wasn't that whatever. But like the Star Wars stuff, when she comes out and she's like, mm-hmm. "Yeah, we're going to talk about Star Wars," and then shows a behind the scenes video that covers what, like three or four games. And you don't really get to see anything, and it's just all a giant tease. And you're like, "How do you not have gameplay or something to show for?" Apparently, your next game's out like next year hmm. for Battlefront or whatever. And hmm. why Battlefront's coming before? I mean, how long has Visceral been working on this fucking Star Wars game? Yeah, right. Like, it must be the open world one that's been rumored, right? Like it? No, I don't think. You it's... don't think so? Like they've been working on the it for a long they showed. Time. I don't think that. That, I don't think that works in open world. There's way too much detail. I mean, yeah, I don't know. I mean, like, yeah, I just, I'm just curious. I'd love for it to be, but yeah. How long it takes and, and how they hadn't kind of planned this stuff in advance. And it would sort of be like, let's have a Star Wars game every year, but then let's have a Battlefront game every, I don't know, three years or something. Not every two. Yeah. And I've got, and there's another opportunity for like a game where, even though I loved it, what's and all um where they can fix some very basic things to make a very easy sequel sell even though it'll sell because it's got star wars on it yeah um so they didn't show much of mass effect <laughs> and that is out in a i guess early next year yeah march march <laughs> which is yeah. why they can't put time for oh yeah maybe they can um i don't think yeah i don't know if there's a lot of crossover between those two <laughs> There's definitely some, but I don't know if there's a lot of crossover between those two. Yeah. So they they really didn't show anything for Mass Effect, uh, which is terrible. Um, But what they did show a lot of was fucking FIFA. Yep. And they spent, like, a good chunk on on FIFA. Yep. Uh, Because they had their simultaneous event in England. For some reason. Because FIFA. Because FIFA? FIFA makes... Bank, man. FIFA Ultimate Team makes fucking cash money. Like, I understand that that's their biggest game. FIFA's their biggest game. It makes a lot of fucking money. But they don't need to spend 20 fucking minutes talking about FIFA. And this year, there's new grass physics in the game or some bullshit. Like, nobody gives a fuck. 
The people that play FIFA are going to buy it. It's just an engine. It'll yeah, be interesting to see engine and how how well they do with that. And it's got a story mode. Like I'm, I'm not interested. But like, if it's their big money maker, they've got to. It's got to have like a fairly big presence, doesn't it? And I tolerated it, but I'm not a FIFA fan. Right. I haven't. I've yeah. I haven't really been a FIFA fan in a while. Um. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. It's it it exists. It's got a story mode now. Yeah, the sort of beer pro mode from 2K. Yep. Pretty much. Uh, it'll be interesting. I don't know. The fucking the guy came out. The actor came out and did like a, a monologue, <laughs> cringe inducing monologue. So that initially has me worried about whether or not it'll be any good. Uh, on the other hand, I can't imagine ever giving a fuck about a story mode in. Like, I don't think that they're going to do anything spectacular. I don't think they're going to do fucking... What was that? Well, uh, Fight Night. I don't think they're Fight going to do Fight so Night good. story or anything like that. So, yeah. But, but a boxing game lends itself to a story. You know what I mean? And and the way they did it. Yeah. Um, but, like, I don't think any other sport does. I mean, how was the 2K one? I, I didn't play the... Sebastian. Terrible. But... Yeah. Uh, but that doesn't mean like I think I think there are there are definitely stories that you can tell using us like following a single player as a protagonist uh, and even like focusing on them building themselves up as a player as well. Uh, but I don't think that FIFA or uh, NBA will ever tell the stories that they they should be telling, the stories that are worth telling, the stories that, yeah, like they're never going to tell a story about how the NCAA fucks over student athletes, quote unquote. They're never going to tell a story about uh, match fixing scandals or um, shit like that, you know? Like that's never going to happen because that shit damages their relationship with the brand that is literally their entire fucking game franchise. So yeah, we're never going to see a good storyline out of them because they're handcuffed. I think we'll see. Yep. Yep. EA originals, EA originals, uh, fear fee, fee, fee. fee. That's what they called it. Yeah. Uh, I thought it was going to be fear. I was excited. Right. I was pumped. Because <laughs> the guy said fear. Right. And what? everyone was like, oh, oh, fuck. Fear. They're making fear. I didn't even know they had the fucking license. What? <laughs> this is crazy. And then the guy come out. He's like, oh, wait. He meant fear. <laughs> uh, like, they did all his talking about fucking EA Originals in the first place. So, I don't know why we thought it was going to be fear. But. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. They. And this is where they kind of talked about their partnership program, right? Yeah. Which is super weird because they they killed that program um, a couple of years back when it was EA Partners or something like that. Yeah. But now they're calling it what EA Originals. Yeah. Yeah. Um, it's because Yanni was such a success. Oh fuck! Was it? I don't know. I don't. Think I mean, so. it must have been right for them to to keep going, and if it wasn't. I was thinking about this the other day. I was thinking, like, what if, you know, old Yanni wasn't a success, but the buzz, I'm wondering what the buzz was worth. Right. Because that ship was tracking like a motherfucker. And, I mean, they had that up next to, you know, Battlefront and all these other big title games. And people were going crazy for old yeah. Yanni. 
old Yanni. Uh, yeah. Um, I don't. I don't know if it's it's done any well, uh, any good. Um, that's not a word. I feel either. like it didn't. It didn't show up <laughs> any like. Yeah, I mean, I played it. it was pretty bad. <laughs> you weren't a fan. Yeah. Uh, I liked it for what it was. Like, again, uh, I've still got it installed because I think I'm on the last level and I was playing through it with um, my girlfriend. And she really enjoyed it. She thought it was super cute. and It was kind of a fun little physics-based puzzler that didn't really add anything after you played it all in the first level. puzzles for babies, basically. Yeah. You're dating Um, a baby. Oh, okay. (laughs) You should get that checked. (laughs) Yep. Dating a baby. I think we should, um, yeah. Anyway, uh, then Jade Raymond came out and showed off her logos, <laughs> right? What? Uh, this is a Star Wars bit, Job. Oh, right. Jade, remember Jade Raymond came out and talked about Star Wars and they just showed a bunch of logos? Yeah, yeah. They're like, But they did show one clip. It went for about three seconds. Yeah. Uh, but still, it looked awesome. Uh, yeah, they didn't really say anything. It was fucking... It was disappointing. Um, mm. New Battlefront 2017, Visceral Star Wars 2018, Respawn, third-person Star Wars after that. And that's it. Yeah. That was basically it, wasn't it? Was there anything else? Uh, Battlefield. Battlefield. Battlefield 1, motherfuckers. Now they oh. get... This is where they got Jamie Foxx out. Yep. <laughs> and uh, Zach Efron. Zach Efron, yeah. To- Snoop Dogg. Yeah, at, at the actual events, they had Snoop Dogg and they had uh, Wiz Khalifa and, yep. Terry Crews, who's yeah. playing fucking keyboard and mouse, so mad respect to that guy. What a fucking legend. <laughs> the only celeb rocking keyboard and mouse that I could see. Yep. Um, yeah, that game looks fucking amazing. Holy Pre, fuck. Pre-alpha and it looks bonkers. I One of my biggest fears going into E3 was that, um, well, the first one was that they were going to focus on fucking single player. Um, uh, <laughs> the second one was that the game already looked gorgeous and I was worried that they'd prioritize graphical fidelity over destructibility. Uh, and it looks like they've got both. I mean, clearly, I mean, obviously that was being played on PC, fucking yeah. high end PCs, one would imagine, because that game was stunning. But the destructibility, the terrain deformation, you know, the, the bad company two-level ability to kind of chip away at a building to take it down. And yet, there's still cool little touches like um, you can open and close the doors. I mean, nobody did it, but there was an option to, like a prompt to open and close a door. And I'm just imagining some dickhead closing a door on me when I'm chasing and then me just shooting him through the door. like uh-huh. Or like blocking a someone's bayonet charge by slamming the door on them. <laughs> yeah. Just shit like that. And the bayonet charge. Man, that was so cool. Yeah. Uh, yeah, man. Like, it just... It looks so fucking good, man. Like, the, the destructibility of every building and all that kind of shit. Um, at the moment, vehicles aren't interacting with the world properly, it seems, but that's okay. Um, Except for the, the airship. Holy fuck. I didn't think that... That didn't seem to... I was... I, I thought it was cool, but I thought the way it sort of lay across the map was a bit underwhelming, to be honest. Really? Uh, I didn't think it added that much to the the level. I think the first time when it flattened a whole row of houses. Yeah, like, that was... That's all the cover options gone. And I reckon, like, they'll get to the stage where people will tactically position it over a certain point to block. Yeah. 
Like that'll be fucking cool as shit. I love that you could shoot off the gondolas. The yeah, um, that's cool. And the bombing runs, and that the um, sorry, my cat just slapped me in the face. That the <laughs> <laughs> just just got bored of my. Dude, shut up. Just, dude, <laughs> Talk to my asshole. Let the other guys speak. <laughs> I've lost my point. Uh, but I I like that they've slowed down the pace of the vehicles, particularly as in the planes, more than anything. Um, but like, still, it seemed pretty fast on the ground. I'm I'm gonna play the fucking shit out of that game. Yeah, so good, so good. I'm going to upgrade my fucking computer for that game. But like, the thing about Dice is they they've really like good at I've found at least for my computers optimizing their um their Frostbite engine games for PC. Yeah, like I'm on ultra settings on um battlefront and i get like a hundred hundred frames yeah not that my monitor is capable of showing that but like <laughs> it looks stunning it runs stunning and that's what you want from a game that looks that good like you want to be able to play it in the fullest settings obviously the priority is frame rate but if you can get the frame rate and the, the gorgeous gorgeous visuals oh, and yeah that so i'm hoping i can do something similar although i doubt i'll be able to run battlefield one and ultra fucking hell looks like a machine destroyer right yeah yeah, okay, I'm already pre-imagining the, the um the 4K sort of shots that people will do. Oh yeah, the the like lifelike stuff. But um, yeah, man, we're gonna play the shit out of that. Luke, are you gonna have to get a Battlefield game? Um, no. Do you play Battle? You don't play Battlefield? Yeah, I play Battlefield. I didn't play the last one much though. It was pretty trashed. Oh, Hardline. Um, yeah, I didn't play that at all. That doesn't count. Fuck. That. Four was good. You got four, right? Yeah, I've got four. I should reinstall it. People should play it. Me. Let's play it. Yeah, I've got Let's it installed it. still. How many no. people in a squad? Four, five? We're five. playing Dead. Dead by Daylight. Oh, we're we'll playing that. that. We'll play Company oh. Heroes 2. We'll play everything. Yeah, we'll play everything. <laughs> Fuck it. Well, Let's quit our jobs. Um, Let's break our own legs. <laughs> next one, Bethesda. Yeah, well, before we get to that, uh, EA's press conference was trash. Complete trash. I wasn't a fan. They need Except to for Battlefield. Except for Battlefield. Which but, wasn't really there because it had its own hour afterwards, so yeah. Yeah. Not they, they need to sort out that. Um, yeah, it's, it's terrible mm. the way they do it. Uh, Bethesda was up next. They opened with uh, what we initially thought was Doom multiplayer. <laughs> right. <laughs> Until we saw a lightning gun. Yep. And then we started Which is already screaming. in Doom multiplayer. Yeah. Is it? Yep. Yep. And then, sure um, is. and then they opened into the travesty that will be the hero shooter <laughs> called Quake Champions. Yeah, they were doing power ups, and we're like, "Holy shit, this is Quake! It's a fucking MOBA." Because <laughs> oh we, we, we yeah. were watching all these um, together in in Skype, in Skype, uh, Discord rather. But uh, yeah, but we were like, "Oh my god, it's a fucking MOBA!" <laughs> they made a Quake MOBA. I was so scared. The name. <laughs> That, that whole CG uh, trailer just, yeah, I was like, fucking hell, this is, yep, this is a MOBA. And then it came up with Quake Champions. It's like, oh my God, it's a fucking MOBA. And then they explained it a little bit. And what they explained was that uh, it will be a hero shooter. They didn't straight up say hero shooter, but char- all the characters will have different attributes and uh, different abilities. Uh, it is basically a, a hero shooter. And it's fucking bullshit it's fucking idiotic they have no idea what they're doing this is the dumbest shit i've ever heard of that's not quake 
fuck. It's like if a Battlefield game didn't have fucking vehicles or something. Or a fucking Call of Duty... I don't know. It was a fucking RTS or something. Fuck off. This is not Quake. Yeah, he, he said a lot of right things before it became a hero shooter and both the conference and the, the post-show. He said it's arena-style shooter, strafe jumping, rocket jumping, all the sorts of stuff that weren't in Doom's multi and they rightly got fucking slammed for. Um, but there's also this... They're trying to make it accessible, but also good for hardcore players. I don't see how you can do that. I don't see how you can go down the middle for Quake and get it right. I mean, I want to be wrong. Prove me wrong. Fucking hell, I would love nothing more than to play another Quake game. But um, I'm, I'm scared after Doom's multiplayer. I'm very scared. <laughs> Hopefully they're, they're making it. <coughs> well, like, like Jung said a while back when we were arguing about Doom prior to release, because um, he liked the multi and he was wrong, uh, he <laughs> said... He doesn't have expectations of it because he's like, what was the last game they made? I think we came up with Quake 3 Arena. Yeah. How fucking old is that game? And that was the last Good truly game. great game that they made for multiplayer at the very least. I mean, it didn't have much of a campaign. People could argue that, like, Doom, I, I enjoy Doom for what it is, um, for the solo portion. But, my God, multi, Joby, we played a couple of hours of that. I mean, mm-hmm. you played a lot more, but we played a couple of hours together. And I just like confused design like they didn't know what an arena shooter was yeah i mean the fact that there were pickups around the corners of like around the edges of the map because that's supposed to be the path that you're fucking bunny hopping strafe jumping rocket jumping around but you can't do that but then the places where the combat mainly happened were right in the middle in the guts and not particularly because there was any major pickups around there necessarily but just because that was the easiest place to find people to kill. So people just kind of went back to the middle. I've never fa- like found such small maps to be so, like, you don't run into people. Yeah. It's just boggled the mind. I don't know if people are still playing it on PC. I bet they aren't. I, I bet, bet they're they not. aren't. Yeah. You know, maybe on console, but... What's that Steam charts? Steam charts. Steam Let's have a look at Steam charts real quick uh, for Doom. What do you reckon? Top fifty? No, there's about eight thousand people playing it last week when we looked. That's so just normal. That's not even sixty-four. Two thousand six hundred players currently. Uh, and that, that might be solo as well, right? Yeah. Uh, yeah, it might be. Let's have a look at the twenty-four hour peak. Five thousand seven hundred. Yeah, that's. So everyone's finished the campaign. Yep. And like, just quickly to jump across to Bethesda. Sorry, Luke. Uh, I found it really strange that their DLC is multiplayer because they've gone with the old tried and true thing of like longevity is found in multiplayer. So they're releasing multiplayer content for a game where they kind of really like focused on single player because I think they knew multi had problems. And why aren't they releasing more shit for single player? Like more levels, more demons, like maybe even putting in shit that gives you an incentive to do another playthrough because they've added in, I don't know, different shit. Like that to me would be the wise move for what Doom was. Anyways. Yeah. I think it was unexpected, the response. <laughs> yeah. I like think so. like they, they were trying to hide that game. Yeah. Yeah. 
Anyway, uh, sorry, Quake Champions Travesty next. Uh, they show the Elder Scrolls uh, Legends, which is I the card game. I cannot bear to care. I don't care. It's got a yes. campaign? Like a card game has a campaign? Yeah, probably. It does. Um, there's a beta for that, which you can sign up for now. Uh, it's supposed to be out later this year, the full game. Anyway, uh, then they showed off some Fallout 4 expansions, some new ones, uh, which seem to revolve around building things. Yep. Um, and a theme park. A theme park. That people can go to in the middle of the wasteland after the apocalypse. For some reason. Yeah. Uh, and then also like a Fallout shelter game within Fallout. Okay. Mm. <laughs> right. Anyway, so they did that. Uh, and then they showed off the Skyrim um, special edition. Yep. Yeah. Which is uh, coming out on Xbox One and PlayStation 4, which will have overhauled graphics as well as mod support in there as as an addition. And it's basically what you've been playing on PC. You've had a PC since it launched. Yeah, because all that stuff's already in the PC. Yeah, for free. For free. <laughs> Except for that short period of time when they charge for mods. Yep. Um, apparently, they're doing upgrade, like free upgrades for that as well. Like if you bought a s- certain editions of, of Skyrim already, you'll just get that version, which is kind of cool. For free or for a reduced price? I think for free. They're just going to give it to you. That's From what cool. I was reading, uh, that's pretty cool. Uh, it's. I think it's some of the recent, like the recent editions or legendary edition or something like that. Um, yeah. Anyway, that's cool. Uh, next up was Prey? Question mark. Oh my yeah. god! Like that game is gonna be good, I think. But why the fuck is it called Prey? Because Bethesda bought an IP. Yeah. <laughs> they want to use it. Yeah. Like. How many IPs just die? Like they hang on to them and they die. But like, like you buy an IP because you want to make a game in that series, right? Because you want to bank on the idea that there is a market for. But like, what what the fuck is the market for the original Prey? It doesn't exist. There was a market a while back for that Prey Two pitch, which was cool as shit, and I'm still fucking upset about that it doesn't exist anymore. Yep. Um, why they didn't just call it Prey, like, reboot it, fine. Take it to another developer. Take that essence of what people went crazy for, critics, fans, everyone was going fucking nuts for that. I saw that in a behind-the-scenes, sorry, behind-closed-door thing at Gamescom many, many moons ago. I saw that and Dishonored, um, when I didn't even know what the fuck Dishonored was, and I'd heard that Prey 2 was like gangbusters and I hadn't seen what it was. I And those were like my game of show. Not that I wrote a game of show, but I was just like, those games look fucking incredible. Yeah. And I mean, like the suggestion seems to be that um, Human Head, I think it was, was working on Prey 2, mm-hmm. did such an amazing vertical slice that they were able to show it off, but apparently weren't able to deliver. Or, you know, that wasn't indicative of the rest of the game or whatever. But... You've got something like like the Deadpool leaked shit that people went fucking insane for. Like, they want that. It didn't have to even be Prey 2 because it was so different from the first one. Mm-hmm. Um, and they haven't capitalized on it. I just I don't know, man. Maybe they know something that I don't, but that just seems really, really stupid to me. And then to create something that is so, like, at least from what they've shown, conceptually different 
and then slap prey on it. Yeah. yeah. It's like it's like movie remakes, you know? Calling Point Break that travesty fucking one of the worst movies I've ever seen in my life. Hmm. Point Break. When you could have just different characters had it be about extreme sports instead of like the kind of surfing bank robbery shit that was happening. Get, get compared to Point Break, but nobody is going nobody who's seen the original Point Break is going to fucking want to watch a movie called Point Break. Because it's going to be poo-pooed because they've got the evidence of Robocop, what happened with Total Recall, what's happening with all these 80s films that they're redoing and not making that much money out of. They're trying to bank on an IP, but they're like not thinking it through to the point where the people who love the original don't want to see a remake. Yeah. So you're not getting them at all. And the other people have like maybe heard about it or haven't heard about it at all. And they don't want to see it either because they're not making these fucking you know, hundreds of millions of dollars that they're expecting to off these movies. It's fucking stupid. Hmm. Yeah. Um, I, I dug the trailer. I thought it looked really cool. Um, but it wasn't until like, we, we kind of didn't know what it was, uh, until it kind of came up the end, like being pregnant. We're like, yeah. oh, what? So it, it looks cool, but yeah, it, it doesn't, it doesn't look anything like the, the prey Two that we saw. Um, and also I was watching some interviews afterwards and the, Developer was like, uh, yeah, it's it's not a uh, it's not a sequel, it's not a prequel, um, it's it's not a reboot, it's a reimagining yeah. of Prey, and it's just like, well, why? <laughs> okay, he was basically like, it's got nothing to do with the other Prey games, yeah, unless yep. that's some sort of misdirection, misdirection, and but why would they do that? Why wouldn't they? Well, remember when Bioshock Infinite came out, <laughs> and. Yeah, but it was called- it was called Bioshock. Like we all knew it was going to be related to Bioshock, but well, it, we like, didn't it wasn't... because they were saying it's not. It's got it's got similar themes, but it's got but, but nothing to do with the original game. They didn't say that. They, yeah, they were going they, around they saying that. Scented. Yeah. No, they didn't. I, I never heard that. Well, oh well, then they mustn't have said it. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I was all about that fucking game in the lead up, man. I was all about that fucking. Uh, were you though, mate? I'll fucking did fight, you even finish mate. it. Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he's, he's fuming. He's had to mute his microphone. <laughs> um, but I did. My, my point is that, like, that would be a fair comparison. I feel if Bioshock Infinite was called Bioshock, right? Not Infinite. Right. So this is like not called, you know, Prey right. Space Station or Prey Infinite. Yeah, yeah. If it was called that, totally agree. But like, I I don't know. Like, would it be wise to? to lie about this because again you just heard two guys who were fans of prey jeremy and me fucking rant about why the fuck is it called prey um so we've been alienated like i still want to play the game but not because it's called fucking prey i want to play it because that looked cool and arcane knows how to make good games basically yeah i'm still upset i'm still salty that's not prey too Yep. All right. Uh, next up was they showed some Doom multiplayer updates, uh, some Elder Scrolls Online stuff, which is when that screaming lady started, um, and she she should never be invited uh, yeah. in ever again. <laughs> yeah. Yep. Uh, it's fucking Elder Scrolls, lady. Like online. Settle yeah. down. Yeah. It was. Uh, I don't know. I I think I just tuned out during this bit. Yeah. Uh, then they showed Bethesda VR, 
um, and they talked about how they're getting behind it and they're partnering with like HTC, uh, the Vive, and they're going to be doing Fallout 4 in, in VR. Yeah. Have you heard about how this works? So, No. Um, because it's in VR um, and there's problems with moving around with the VR headsets, uh, you're teleporting around the environment currently. Uh, okay. So I don't know if that'll change if they'll they'll get that going properly, but at the moment you uh, you basically teleport around the what, environment. What if you were just in like a wheelchair a la Professor X and you just moved with the thumbstick on, on a controller? Yeah, that's what I think. <laughs> I don't know. I guess we'll see what they come up with. Um, so they talked about that. That's supposed to be coming out next year, 2017. And uh, and then they showed a bunch of Dishonored 2. This is like their main center this their is showcase. pretty much all I was watching for. Yes. Fuck yeah, so good. Holy fuck. Uh, yeah, Dishonored 2, it looks amazing. I mean, they just fucking get it, right? Like, this is, this is a company... They would. I feel like Arcane would never fall into the trap we were talking about earlier of, of sequels that fail to rectify errors that that get a second chance. I feel like Arcane, they probably wouldn't ever need a second chance because they seem like they're on fucking point. But like what they showed, all it looks like is just fucking them fixing complaints people had in the first game and it looks so good what were the complaints in the first game uh that the uh like the concept of doing one thing over another like pacifism over aggression was uh too rigid and uh too punishing if you went like one way or the other and shit like that um it seems like like you can just sort of play your own way and and it'll sort of accommodate you playing your own way um and that ends that you sort of found yourself like there wasn't a lot of replayability uh once you'd sort of mastered being corvo but with two two heroes you've now got shitloads of it and yeah i know man it looks fucking awesome yeah, they had that weird stuff with the like jumping backwards and forwards in time with yep. that sh- weird shard yeah. item, which was kind of cool. Yeah, that was awesome. That was such a cool fucking little bit like puzzle mechanic. Yeah, and I hope like like for me the weirdest thing about that bit was why would you have to go back in time to kill guards when you're already in the future and yep. Not there, so I'm hoping they explore that because, like, that is genuinely cool. And maybe it's just like they were doing an aggro playthrough and they wanted to kill people, yeah, um, where they had absolutely no chance of fighting back unless you completely fucked up your timing with jumping through the time portal. Mm. I, I liked how, um, how they've kind of evolved the aesthetic, like, it seemed to me they yeah, it looked different. They did the super stylized thing in the past because they, that was last gen, wasn't it? Wasn't yeah. the yes. Yes. Yeah, it was, yeah. yeah, Xbox 360, PS3, and then they did a newer version. But like, it seems to me they did that to kind of make up for the fact that the you know at the end of a console um, cycle, and so they went super super crazy stylized. Like people do a cell shading to cover the fact that they can't make it look gorgeous. But this looks like still has that kind of like a painting coming to life look, but fuck, it looks pretty as well. Yeah, 
So, and I'm, you know, sucker for a game. And I reckon it was being played on PC again, which I always love. But yeah, big fan of the first one. So we'll definitely be playing the shit out of that. Mm Mm-hmm. My only criticism uh, about this presentation was uh, Harvey Smith is obviously a very talented guy and he's smart, but uh, he shouldn't do presentations on that stage. Not much of a presenter. (laughs) No, he was so fucking boring. Um, Yeah, when you've got someone like last year where Todd Howard jumps up there and he's very charismatic and he knows how to address an audience, it's completely different when you've got this guy that jumps up and he's, he's just so bland and... Um, yeah, it just wasn't any, he wasn't entertaining at all. Yeah. So that, that would be my only criticism about that, that presentation. Um, if you can work on that, that'd be cool. Yeah. Um, but otherwise that was Bethesda. Um, Yeah. yeah. Not a, not a great, I, I just think Bethesda, I don't know. They're in a weird place right now, I guess. Hmm. Yeah, like we saw a CG trailer for Quake. Yeah. <laughs> um, that's probably still a ways off. Um, and then a bunch of DLC. But do you um, think that was in response to the Doom multiplayer opinions of PC guys, especially because they're like, this is for PC only? Apparently that's bullshit, though. Apparently it's going to be multi-platform, but they're going to release on PC first. Hmm. Yeah. I don't know, man. I just, yeah, I don't know. I didn't like it much. I was disappointed by this one. Did you notice they didn't talk about their digital platform that they talked about last year? Oh. Is that like Dead in the Water or something? Bethesda Net. No, it's being developed more and more every day. They're using it to, I don't know, fucking try to sell mods, I assume. All right. Well, I just was waiting, like assuming that that would get to a stage where it was just a full-blown download client. Is that where it's at or uh no i don't think it's there yet so i was waiting for that kind of announcement right. yeah. <laughs> yeah um okay cool uh next uh that was bethesda next up was uh day zero day zero uh, microsoft which microsoft kicked off um and th- they started the show with the um well okay so actually all their shit was leaked beforehand so we already kind of had an idea of what was going on. Um, but they showed off the Xbox One, the, the new one, the S. Slim. The new Xbox One S. Which yeah. is weird because that's how Apple names their phones, but whatever. True. Uh, that's a good point, Nathan. Um, Thank you. Uh, yeah, so it'll be 549 in Australia. Yep. Comes with a new wireless controller, the brand new wireless controller that has grippy bits i guess and can all the buttons can be remapped mm-hmm. uh it's like 40 percent slimmer has a two terabyte hard drive um yeah new controller internal uh, power supply internal power supply no power brick yep uh and displays at 4k um video yeah and also hdr for gaming apparently but i don't know really I was reading on Twitter earlier that apparently games can be upscaled to 4K. Okay. Using the hardware within the S. Oh, I I feel like they specifically went out of their way to mention 4K video. Yeah. Yeah, they showed video. Seems kind of weird, doesn't it? Like, why can't the Xbox do 4K video, right? Like, it's a static thing. 
yeah, I don't know. Video that that is not the big bloody box covered in dust. Wait, that's a static thing too. Yes. Uh, yeah. Yeah, I don't know, man. I don't know. It's weird. Yeah, uh, we'll talk a bit more about that later. Um, and then Xbox announced their their new program. Uh, it's called uh, "You Don't Need an Xbox Anymore." You can <laughs> just use your PC. No, you do because what they didn't announce, um, which is the I'm I would bet money on it assumption that that means you need to play the games through their fucking Windows Store. Yeah, <laughs> that's the downside. We're like at a stage where, to put it into context, as a massive, massive fan of Remedy Entertainment, I still haven't played through Quantum Break because I am currently torn between wanting them to fucking fix it on pc and not wanting to play it on xbox i've got yeah. it installed on both and i really want to play it i really want to finish it but i really don't want to play it on a fucking xbox and it really runs like shit on pc mm-hmm. oh it's so frustrating that store is such a clusterfuck i hope they fix it like on paper this sounds like a great program right like buy it on one get it on the other was that what they said or is yeah, that yeah you, you, if you both, buy it yeah. on one store you get it on both basically and so like and also the co-op stuff they're talking about where you can play cross-platform co-op but not necessarily competitive which I think is a great idea um, but the, so the idea that there's going to be a player base for maybe these smaller games you might be playing with someone on console but who gives a fuck right like if you're playing cooperatively like it's just good to know that especially again going back to that idea that I mentioned earlier where PC community gives a game all of maybe a week or two before they roll back to what's good or sorry rather what's working um, and yeah like I think it's a, it's a fantastic idea and the more that they integrate that Xbox sort of idea into the Windows 10 I think that that's better I mean Joby and I tried to play Halo Wars well I tried to play it streaming so mm-hmm. that and Luke, you got me onto this using Discord on the PC so we could talk without having mm-hmm. to go through the fucking nightmare of Xbox chat because Joby's thing wasn't working and yep. it just wasn't as convenient. I love the idea of being able to stream it to my PC. So I'm sitting there, I'm using Discord. I've also got my multiple screens so I can keep track of shit that's going on, Facebook emails, whatever. And I'm playing an Xbox game. I mean, I don't like that I have to plug in a controller to do that. Hopefully that means I'll get rid of that, but... Yeah, I think it's a great idea. Yeah. Uh, they, they've they pretty much flat out convinced me that I don't need an Xbox anymore. <laughs> I Seriously, I'm just going to get rid of it. Um, I'll just sell it. Better get rid of it quick before the S drops. Yeah, that's the plan. Um, I mean, I've the only reason I had an Xbox to begin with uh, was to play exclusives. And if they're not going to be doing exclusives anymore, then what's the point? So, yeah, uh, I'll just use my PC, right? Wait, did they actually announce that every exclusive game is going to be on PC? Well, that's this is what it is, right? Is that you'll be able to play any of your Xbox games on PC. Yeah. All the games they talked about during this conference was like, you can play this on PC. It's not every game, though. Well, it's the new ones that are coming out, right? Yeah. It's most of them. It's not, not every single... Yeah. Yeah, but like that's what I'm saying. Their their exclusive games are the only ones I'm going to play on uh, an Xbox, and if it runs on right. a PC, then what I'm saying it. is not every single exclusive game is going to come out on both of those things. Yeah, that's what I was saying. Are you sure? Well, I don't think they explicitly said it. That's yeah, why. They, they that's why it's concerning. Said, like, why wouldn't you say that? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, 
why wouldn't you say and every we're making a pledge to our Windows 10 game is that every game that comes out on Xbox One will launch day and date on PC as well. Boom. That's fucking amazing. And then everyone sells their Xbox. <laughs> <laughs> oh, dear. Yeah, which is what I'm going to do. I just don't need it. <laughs> um, all right. And then they went into Gears of War 4. Yeah. Gears boring. Bore, bore. And that's coming from a Gears fan. And I even liked Judgment for what it was. Um, even though it was really a bad follow-up to Gears of War 3, which is pretty fucking fantastic, especially in terms of the co-op, horde modes, and um, multiplayer. Um, it, it looked really fucking boring, except yeah. for the, the Jobies. Like, <laughs> that's never going to get old, the Joby creatures. That Jabronis. Are Jabronis. <laughs> Jabronis. Um, it, it, like, I'm all, okay, they seem to have just done the most formulaic sequel in the history of sequels. It looks slightly better um, it has some new weapons, some new characters, a new enemy type, but that enemy type seemed to play suspiciously very fucking um, similar to the Locust, which are apparently extinct in this game, and it's an entire new threat. Yeah. So like, everything just plays exactly the same as, yeah, the Locust. Like, just. Yeah, which, like, kind of just makes you go, well, why the fuck are they even a new enemy? They're not really at all. And I want to play this game i want to like it because i'm a fan of the series but yeah i was really fucking underwhelmed and i would have much have rather have seen either like a horde mode thing or some of the multiplayer because my understanding and i couldn't find a match um to play it when the uh, xbox one beta was live but mm. i don't know what was going on there um but i've heard some really really good things about how the multiplayer is tracking so hmm. well, we'll see but i'll be able to play it on my pc anyway so who gives a shit <laughs> yeah uh, that's coming out this year. Um, and then they talked about Killer Instinct a little bit, which was, um, I guess, new characters and that it's coming to PC. Uh, next up was Forza Horizon 3, mate. That's my terrible Australian accent. It is a terrible Australian <laughs> accent. Um, yeah. Forza Horizon Australia. Forza Horizon Australia. Um, it's... It's weird, huh? The map is hilarious. Uh, someone, yeah, I saw that. Someone put it together on Reddit, uh, like used like screenshots to put together what the map must surely look like, and it's fucking hilarious. Like surfers in the Yarra Valley are all very close to one another, and it's got no respect for geography, even a little bit. Yeah, it's uh, it's kind of like if you asked an American how big Australia is. Yeah. Or show me the landmarks in Australia. They'd be like, oh, okay, this, this, and this. They're like next to each other, right? Yeah. No. <laughs> yeah, that's basically what it looks like, uh, which is yeah, pretty amazing. But that's cool. Like, it's it's to make it fun, right? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, what was that Ubisoft game? They did the same thing, didn't they? Condensed the fuck out of America to like, yeah, drive across country. Yeah, it's not like those truck simulator games fucking why would you play those um where it is isn't it literally one is to no, one it's not oh it's not even on those there you go no. i'm thinking of the flight sims weren't the yeah, Microsoft flight, flight sims, sims. yeah yeah mm-hmm. yeah uh so this will be like um uh different types of vehicles off-road vehicles uh tr- drop in and drop out co-op which they showed which would looked uh, pretty cool cross-platform as well right as in to pc I don't remember. I think so, which is also cool because more players. Yeah. And it's not like you need a fucking accuracy of a mouse to play a racing game. Hmm. Yeah. I, I'm probably going to check it out. It looks really awesome. 
Uh, yeah, I'll definitely play it. I actually really like Forza Horizon 2. Um, so, yeah, I'm, I'm definitely down. Um, yeah, I don't know. Um, there was, I don't know, probably one of my favorite things that they showed. I guess. Yeah. Because uh, they didn't, I didn't think they had a very good. <laughs> anyway, let's let's keep going. Keep going. We'll Recall. That up later. Recall. It's yeah. the robot game with the orbs you have to steal from people. <laughs> Recall, aka uh, Microsoft's Ratchet and Clank. Yeah. Which is not a bad thing, but it's like that's exactly what that gameplay showed me. Yeah, it yeah. Really sounded like that in terms of pitch, didn't it? Yep, and yeah, I don't know. This I, I just didn't find anything interesting about this at all. Um, I think this was at two a.m. Right? Like, I think I might have microslept my way through this. <laughs> wasn't that hard to do that? Though that wasn't exactly uh, very bombastic, was it? No. So uh, yeah, I got nothing. Yeah, this was uh, that was Inafune's game, right? Who's that? Uh, he's worked on like uh, Mega Man. Um, All right, that'd be pretty cool then. Yeah, Mega Man, Resident Evil, um, a few other things. Yeah, yep. Uh, and then they showed Final Fantasy fifteen, which was the giant giant hand they were fighting. Yeah, that was yeah, it was not good for me, but I'm not a fan of the series. So. I, I'm I like the Final Fantasy stuff, but I don't. I'm not sold on the direction they're going with the the combat. Um, making it like an action, like an action game now. I what it thought it was like. pretty fucking interesting. Um, it's hard to tell. I don't know. It's hard to tell yet. I think whether it's going to be any good, but uh, I'm definitely willing to to look, like to check it out. It looks because, like, I think Final Fantasy for me has sort of gotten away what from what I really liked about the games, which was the scale and scope. And this one looks like it's got shitloads mm. of that. So yeah, I thought this looked pretty cool. And yeah, they seem to have a pretty solid idea of what they wanted to get done. And yeah. You're saying that as a fan of the franchise. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, cool. Yeah. I just, I don't know. I just like the turn-based style that they used to do. Well, that they were doing. It's cool that they change it up every single game, like the the combat, um, yeah. and they usually pull it off. But yeah, I just want to wait and see. Yeah. Uh, yeah, it's definitely a wait and see sort of game. Um, what's up next? Battlefield One available first on Xbox via EA Access, apparently. Uh, this is an Origin Access now. I'm wondering if that has a similar thing. That'd be cool. Um, worth buying for that one month that Battlefield comes out <laughs> yeah I would um, Bye. but yeah otherwise not much to show for this one huh no uh, they also showed some division uh, expansion the underground um, yeah mm. which randomly generated missions and dungeons they said did they I thought that was at Ubisoft. Yeah. No, that was here. Okay. Uh, okay. Yeah. Uh, next up, they talked about some new Xbox Live features like clubs, looking for groups, um, arenas, like tournament system. Yeah. Which is Sounds a, cool. Yeah. Love to see it in action. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, Minecraft and 
a bunch of new things they're adding into that. And is that when John Carmack showed up? Yeah, he did the VR thing, right? Yeah. Yeah, that was weird. That was weird. I felt like that he was going to start talking and they'd never shut him up and he would kind of just disappear back into the ground Yeah, while he was still and yapping. He was, on, he was on script. He was told to be on script. Oh, yeah. Was- they told him, do not. <laughs> did not go off script clearly they cut his fucking mic <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I was like oh lady don't ask him anything he'll never shut up yeah uh, uh, so luckily they stayed on script um, yep uh, it looks kind of cool I-, I don't know it's more Minecraft stuff it's a you know that's where they spend all their money they gotta do something with it that's basically it uh, yeah then next up was uh, the Limbo developer's game um, called Inside. What the fuck was that? Right, I, I a got mood piece. Out of this, right? Is that what it was? Fuck no. Yeah, it was just like a bunch of office buildings or some shit. I don't know. Uh, that's like out next next week. Uh, two weeks, sorry. Really? And that's all they had to show for it. I guess they want to be mysterious. Oh, why? That means there's no game there. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I don't know, man. Not sure. Uh, then they talked about their uh, ID at Xbox stuff, and the, the game they showed off was um, like a montage of different things that they've got coming out. But then they went over to We Happy Few, which is like this weird... Um, it seemed very like Bioshock-inspired. I was getting that type of vibe from it. Uh, yeah, I, I got that vibe as well. I think it was deliberate. Um because it was like, you know, the, the faces and the pipe you pick up and stuff like that. Um, yeah, right. Like, and that undercurrent of madness because they all went mad from there. Yeah. Well, plasmid, not, was it plasmids? I'm trying to remember what they were called. Yeah. Augmentations, whatever. Uh, yeah, or whatever. Yeah. Um, but yeah. I guess we'll see. We don't really know what that is, right? Uh, but that's out quite soon, I think. Um, oh, the it's a oh, it's coming out on their preview program, right? So yeah, next month on Xbox. I'm keen to check it out because I really like the first trailer they showed, which maybe even was that even E3 last year. Whenever they showed it, it looked creepy as fuck. But that one looked more like a walking simulator. But then again, it might have been the beginning of the game. Yeah, it could be. I'm, I don't know. But hopefully it opens up a bit more because I love the idea of what I've read and, and seen of it with this kind of like trying to blend in to a world where everyone's on this drug where they're, everyone's looking to spot the people who aren't. Oh, equilibrium. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Equilibrium. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, next up was Gwent, the card game. Uh, so I guess they confirm that. Yeah. Um, and then I don't know what do you guys think of that you're not really a Gwent player Job uh, what mate you are what? I'm the fucking Gwent champion of fucking Niflgard <laughs> uh, yeah I, I don't know I, I'm going to have to play it myself to see if it actually works as a fucking card game because uh, I don't know I don't, I'm not immediately convinced that it would work you know hmm yeah yeah um but still i don't know i'm excited i'll I'll play it looks cool he was pretty pumped you need someone like that to your presentations yeah yeah he was excited he was cool 
I yeah. didn't even give a shit about that game, but I, you know, kind of cared more about it because he was animated. Hmm. Yeah. Uh, Tekken Seven. What? That's Tekken Seven. Oh, Tekken Seven, right? Yeah. Uh, this is with Akuma, was it? Um. Yes, Akuma. He was fighting the, the Hihachi, old angry guy. Yep. And so, uh, yeah. I don't know, man. Like, that's going to be odd, right? Because we thought it was um, Tekken first Street Fighter because Akuma was <laughs> they were throwing us through a loop. Yeah. Yeah, because, uh, you know, they're still supposed to make Tekken Cross Street Fighter, right? So There was two of them, though, right? And one of them, definitely one of them got cancelled not so long ago. Right, yeah. And I thought maybe, oh, maybe it isn't cancelled. Uh, but, yeah. Yeah, they just... They had a character to use, so why not? <laughs> Uh, yeah, I guess. Um, but yeah, I don't know. There's not really much to go on, I thought. I don't know. I'm not a fighting game guy, so it's hard for me. But to- also that fight looked scripted as fuck. Like, and it didn't seem to add anything to the Tekken that I remember. Wasn't Tekken the one that used to be able to step into 3D space? Uh, yeah, yeah, that's their whole thing, usually. Yeah, right. Okay. Yeah. That wasn't there. Mm-hmm. No. Um, next up is Dead Rising 4. With, I'm uh, excited. Frank West coming back. It was like a, a Christmas theme, right? Yeah. Story Shane Black. Yeah, I don't know, man. Like they didn't really show anything of this either. Like they were, I, I felt like we didn't get a lot out of this one either. Like, no, just they didn't have a lot of substance to anything that they were showing. In my opinion, they were just sort of showing. I think that was E3 in general. Like, there wasn't a lot of substance to anything anyone was showing, really. It was just sort of, yeah, we've got this and this, and, you know, here's a fucking fast-cut montage of what we've got. But it just went up being sort of, I don't know, yeah, fucking not a lot of info, not enough info. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. I'm, Uh, I'm, I'm pumped. I'm pumped for the idea of Dead Rising 4, but... Yeah, I just didn't get a lot out of this one. Mm-hmm. I guess we'll see. They they seem to be doing every time they make it, it's like it gets a little bit better every time. Yeah. So well, was do you reckon three was better than? I didn't like to. Okay. But I, I was. I'm not a fan of that whole like um timed the time right, stuff so that they had. You're wrong. Okay. Cool. That's yeah. good to know. Mm-hmm. Um, you're wrong, and you're not allowed to have opinions about Dead Rising. Cool. <laughs> <laughs> Next up, you was... a fan night. Of four of Dead Rising. Dead Rising. Um, I bought three at launch with the Xbox One, yeah. and I got stuck in right. terms of pathfinding. I just couldn't get around to a certain point. And it, it had a clock ticking down, didn't it? Does 3 have that as well? Uh, you could turn it on if I recall correctly. Oh, I think it must have been on. But I got really frustrated because I'm like, I'm trying to do as much of this game as possible before the you know the time limit ends because I understand that's always been a part of the series. I haven't, I've liked the tension that it adds. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I was just like, I can't for the life of me figure out how to get over there. And I was like running back and forth just looking for a bridge or something that didn't exist. I don't know. Maybe I was just having one of those super noob moments, but it wasn't. Yeah. It was a few hours into the game, and I was really enjoying it up until that point. And then I just kind of hit a wall and stopped, which sucks because I, I like those games. I like those games a lot. Yeah. Okay. Cool. Mm-hmm. 
what's up next? See, no, Scalebound. Scalebound. This trailer did nothing for me. I was really excited for Scalebound last time I heard of it, and this time I'm just like, uh, I don't it didn't really look like a Platinum Games game, did it? <laughs> it just, oh, you're fighting something really big, so stand back and spam attacks at it. Like, that's a fucking terrible demo, in my opinion. Like, show something fucking complex. Mm. It didn't even seem mechanically complex. It just sort of, yeah. Right. Like, I'm down on this shit, huh? <laughs> I don't know. I've, I've never been into Scalebound. Um, always open to seeing something new that makes me change my mind. But yeah. I just always sort of felt try hard, you know, like the guy with his fucking headphones. Yeah. He's beats, beats by dragon. dragon. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, I've got to fucking put on my headphones to kick ass and getting on a dragon. I've only got a bow cause I'm shit. Um, and I was just like, yeah, this is not my kind of game. And then I watched this boss battle in co-op and like, I'm a sucker for co-op games. I'm watching it. I'm like, the player wasn't very good. Mind you I kept ignoring the, <laughs> The, repeated the glowing prompts. spot. Well, yeah. the repeated prompts even of his um, his avatar was like, fucking do this. And he's like, no, no I'm just going <laughs> to shoot you in the knees. Yeah. Um, so that probably didn't help. But yeah, like nothing about it made me go, cool, I want to play that. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. Next up with uh, Sea of Thieves, where they did their PewDiePie montage. This one, all about that. This one got me. Hey, like this was probably the most excited I got um, out of the entire fucking conference. I think is fuck me. It just looks like it's gonna be so much goofy fucking fun. Like we're gonna we're gonna have a lot of fun with it. I think as long as there's lots of cool stuff to do. Yeah, and it's not like just shitty sea combat. Yeah. Uh, oh, they they kind of hinted at that though, didn't they? In the um the CG trailer they showed first, which was pretty cool, of that like frozen in time bit where they're moving around. Like even though like I didn't even think about it, but it looks like they've got a whole underwater section to explore as well, with you know sharks and yeah things, yeah shipwrecks and treasure underwater as well as islands with treasure and shit to do. Like I'm all about that game, man. Like I fucking love the shit out of Black Flag and would have fucking killed to be mm. able to play that multiplayer with multiple people controlling a ship like uh-huh. that's my jam and and this this just looks like we can do that and it mm-hmm. also looks cute and fun and the kind of game where if they make the open world right you can just get lost in it for just dozens of hours i love it yeah yeah let's go oh, and you get pissed they're drinking competitions <laughs> really yeah they were drinking grog right at the oh yeah right. i was like stumbling around and shit like and I'm like, oh, immediately I cannot pitch this to K-Zone because that's not kids-friendly, but whatever. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. All right, next was State of Decay 2. Right. I didn't really play that much State of Decay. Uh, it was only a CG trailer, which was disappointing. And what, there was a sort of suggestion, I felt, and I might have been reading into it, that they're going to add co-op, which is really cool. But I liked the first game, which was rough as guts at launch. Yeah. Um, but my understanding is that they patched the fuck out of it and made it into, you know, they built up on top of what was quite a compelling gameplay loop. And yep. you got really attached to your characters, but you also had to spend different time with characters to level them up because you kind of knew that there was going to come a point where you were going to die and it's permadeath on this character that you, is your favorite and you've got to go and, like, steal their backpack if you want to get their shit. But, um, yeah, there was nothing quite like knowing that 
when you're surrounded that like I'm going to lose my favorite character and like the sort of stress mm. that brings but also knowing that if you spent too much time with one and you lost them then the other ones were kind of too low level to be able to be effective but I had a lot of fun with it and if it's got some sort of co-op thing or you can kind of seamlessly move between people's worlds I reckon that'd be a lot of fun they've got a, a really solid point uh, foundation to build upon yeah the first one so I, again just more disappointed that it was a cd trailer um and not something that actually showed gameplay and features yeah yeah i don't know well i i thought it looked interesting enough but yeah i don't really have the basis to uh, i guess know what improvement would look like so uh i i, I don't know i was after hearing you talk about it uh on Monday, Tuesday, whenever the fuck it was, and uh, and seeing that trailer, I was sort of inclined to check out State of Decay One. So uh, it must have worked a little bit. Um, yeah, hmm. Luke, any any thoughts? I didn't play them, so I, I don't know. I heard, like, I heard a lot of good things about them, but I don't know. I guess we'll sure. see. Uh, after that was Halo Wars Two, which we already spoke about um, before. Yep. Yeah. Uh, and then yep. they wrapped up with uh, Project Scorpio. Um, so they bookended the uh, the conference with with console news. Yep. And this will be their, I guess. It, it seems like they, their way going forward, where there won't be like a new Xbox per se. That it, it's just going to be like a like there's not going to be an Xbox Two coming out. It's just Xbox is now the brand, and they'll be doing iterations of updates every couple of years. By the sounds of it. Mm-hmm. Um, so they've I guess confirmed all those rumors uh, and they're talking about a release uh, end of next year or holiday 2017 which I was pretty like jaded about purely because the, the biggest edge that um, consolers like pure consolers have over PC gamers is that they're probably upgrading every 7 years on a console that's kind of I think they try to aim to have 10 year shelf lives hmm. but really it's 7 before the new one comes out and everyone fucking shifts over anyway yep. so by my maths uh, end of next year will be 5 years so it's not too bad it's not too bad but I think the the thing that's really got them is that the PC is just kicked off so hard um, and they need to they need to move to a new format of, of being like well if we can release them, um, you know, say seven years at a time or five years at a time, then maybe that's good enough. And then have maybe like last generation's games sort of still be backwards compatible, um, but they can be also exclusive to, to not kind of, you know, hold hold people back. So, I don't but know. That's a good idea that you've still got your Xbox One users, right? Yeah. You still play these games technically, but they just don't have the same level of visual fidelity or something if they're doing it that way that's a good idea yeah as long as all the stuff beforehand works like it's all backwards compatible that's cool but if um there needs to be also incentive to buy this stuff like there needs to be exclusives for it or or stuff that's only going to work because the the hardware just is not capable on the old system um otherwise you're just strung along all the time so um it's a cool idea, and it means that we're going to get iterations of consoles a lot quicker. Uh, quicker, but also, um, you know, I guess this is kind of a new way of approaching it. It's a new type of model, so we'll have to see exactly what uh, how this works. And, and I'm pretty sure, like, this is what PlayStation is going to do as well. It seems they're both well, going in this direction. 
that they're doing something. Even if you go to EB Games right now, you can find a listing for the PlayStation 4 Neo. Yeah. Um, it has a you know placeholder price of 999 and that'll shift, but I don't know. I'm wondering how much it will shift because if it is super high-end or whatever, I'm wondering if they're going to go for that same sort of, what, $600 price point? Their rumored uh, specs were four to five teraflops. Um is, I guess, how they're benchmarking it. The Project Scorpio is looking at six, six teraflops, whatever a fucking teraflop is. Wait, so the Scorpio is looking better on paper at the moment? Yeah. I'm wondering if one of them is going to go with NVIDIA architecture this time instead of AMD, because AMD is in both. AMD seems to think that it will be in both. Uh, but, uh, it's yeah, it's interesting. I don't know. Like, with the RX 480, uh, I think that they would get away with... Uh, AMD would get away with or be a desirable product for for both. Uh, but yeah, the 1070 does six teraflops, no, uh, six point five teraflops. Fuck. Um, so if you're just gonna, if you're going to use teraflops as a fucking metric, mm-hmm. then uh, the yeah, 1070s already got it beat. Uh, which means that the 1080 is fucking annihilating it, which means that next year's, when this thing comes out, uh, next year's stuff will be even more horrifically OP. So, yeah. you got to wonder about price point as well. Like, I haven't checked it recently, but my understanding is that NVIDIA basically has at least three quarters of the market share when it comes to GPU stuff. Mm -hmm. And that's just for PC. So they're not really like needing to win the console stuff um but and it also allows them i feel to charge the kind of premium price that they do which means that currently at least amd seems to only be competing on price you know what i mean like yeah they're they're saying buy two of these cards and it's cheaper than one of their cards and it outperforms it well and we'll, we'll see how true that is but it's still like well i'm an nvidia guy nvidia's kind of like i went through amd back in the day when it was like buy a cheap computer that goes hard and they had all the, you know, the heat problems and things that, yeah. were, that were happening back then. And because of that, I invested more money in buying NVIDIA and they've never, I've never had a dud NVIDIA card or a dud NVIDIA experience. Right. So I don't see that I'm going to shift. Um, not that I have anything against AMD, although it's fun to try and get people to have that argument. <laughs> but um, yeah, and I kind of wish from like a, a purely economical point of view that i was more open to it but like when i did my last upgrade which was what last year the 980 mm. i didn't even think about looking at an amd card right it just seems kind of i don't know weird <laughs> yeah i uh i was waiting for the rx 480s because i i don't know i guess i believe i believe amd are capable of uh, coming back, I, I I think it's time I gave them another chance. But at the same time, like, yeah, um, yeah the the RX four eighty announced, and it's like, well, okay, maybe not. Uh, maybe you don't really have anything worth anything because yeah, that that doesn't appeal to me. That's not like I'm not the market for that card. Like, so yeah, I don't know. A bit weird. Mm-hmm. Uh, and yeah, Project Scorpio, I, I just, I don't even, I can't even understand what, what, who are they trying to target here? You know? 
Like, who's the target or market for the Project Scorpio? People who want it's PC related shit but don't want to build a PC. Well, it's to they're getting stomped by Sony at, at this generation, so they're yeah. having to quickly do something about it. But is this this the thing to do? Yeah, for them it is. They need to get on and get the next thing out. Yeah, I guess. Because, like, at the moment, when when you want to buy a game, you buy it on PlayStation if you've got both because it's the more powerful console. Yeah. And, you know, they just keep hearing it over and over again. Um, you know, usually when we get second games or we get demoed games, it's always on PlayStation. Because that's the Dude, preferred shift. That's the preferred platform at the moment. I can't believe how much they screwed up that edge. I mean, when the original Xbox came out, they were on the back foot because what Sony was in two, two generations deep, and it had pretty much, correct me if I'm wrong, by that stage, obliterated the competition. Yeah. I mean, Sega wasn't really making consoles anymore at that stage, were they? PS2. No. Was the game PS2 or PS1? GameCube. Uh, oh, that's Nintendo. Sorry. Yeah. What was the... Dreamcast. Dreamcast. Yeah, what was yeah. that? PS1 or PS2? PS1. Oh, yeah. PS2. Oh, it was? But they obliterated it, right? Yeah. Yeah, it's and then too. Microsoft comes along with this big, noisy <laughs> Xbox, does okay, all things yeah. considered, and then Xbox 360 just fucking destroys PS3. Yeah. Second, yeah. their second generation console because Sony rested on its laurels, yeah. you know, pumped out like this, the controller hadn't fucking changed and shit like that. Whereas Xbox giant controller, which worked for me because I have big have hands, giant hands, yeah, yeah, but like it went like it made drastic changes to a controller that was an incredible, I thought, incredible controller. Um, and they they technically had lower specs on their console, but because it was easier to develop for. They um mm. games looked better. Yeah. I mean I, I chatted to a NBA two K dev a while back, like many moons ago, a few years ago, and I don't know if he was supposed to say this, but he said like it took them three or four games to even figure out how to get fucking anti aliasing working on the PS three version. Right. Because it was just so hard to develop for, they weren't really getting the support from Sony. Um and so Xbox has this big advantage that it yeah. squanders when it jumps to Xbox One because the, the thing flipped. Developers are saying it's harder to develop for. They can't get it up to 1080p, constant frame rate. And then PS4 just seems to be like they've learned from the mistakes of the last one. But I don't understand this tit-for-tat idea. Yeah. It's just it's just such a, a missed opportunity. And I mean, like, I was... If you'd asked me which console I was looking forward to more um, before the PS4 and Xbox One launched, I would have said Xbox One. Yeah. Purely because I'd had such positive experiences with my 360. Right. Um, but then that very, very quickly shifted. Hmm. Yeah. So anyway, so I hope they just get, like, if anything, if they get anything right, I hope they just make it easy to develop for. Yeah. Because that's, a, like, a viable competitive edge, right? Yeah. Yeah, it is. So well, it's all PC to- architecture now. Both, oh, is both it? consoles. Yeah. Nice. Even better. Cool. What's up next, Ubi? Uh, yeah, that was Microsoft, um, which was, you know, decent. That was a decent showing. Yeah, um, yeah Ubisoft was next, right? Yep. Uh, I don't have that 
up at the moment. <laughs> so, what did they... I didn't watch it either. So, I didn't watch it live anyway. Uh, they opened with, like, Just Dance, was it? It sure did. Uh, oh, here, here it is. Here it is. Yeah. Just Dance. Just started Dance. Strangely. Yep. Yeah. Um, found it hard to care. Wasn't really paying attention. That was over quickly. Let's jump into Ghost Recon Wildlands. Uh... It's, it's Looks called sick. Just Cause, right? <laughs> it's called Just Cause, basically. Like yeah, they're, they're not they're not pretending anything different, are they? I think it's just yeah. It's well, cool. I think I think it's got um, that sort of stealthy option as well. That correct me if I'm wrong isn't really an option in Just Cause, and probably a better story. Yeah, um, I guess it's it's a little bit more about the killing and less about the uh i don't know fucking around but it looks like it's got a good healthy dose of fucking around in it and uh some yeah military action i suppose uh, co-op and i'm liking that um at least how it looks having not played with it the the mechanic where it switches from third to first when you ads yeah uh, i like that for potential competitive multiplayer reasons, which they may not even have, because yeah. being in third person does give you disgusting advantages. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. When you're literally looking around a corner. I'm not envisioning a competitive multiplayer scene for this very Ghost Recon's always had competitive, hasn't it? Oh, no, I, I, I mean, uh, I thought you meant like a competitive. Oh, right. Sorry. No, no. I just talked like they've talked about co-op, right? Just, right, yeah, they yeah. They might not even have competitive multi. Like, it doesn't, it's an open world unless they do something like uh, GTA or Red Dead. Yeah, yeah. They're the little sections where you go. Division. Which, division, yeah. Division. <laughs> wondering how much they will take and learn from the division. Mm. But I like it. Like, I like the look of it because I like yeah. co op games and the idea of a four player co op open world game where you're executing some hectic shit. Um, that looks fun. And I'm loving the the big emphasis they had on the high lethality after the division didn't have that. And they, everyone was dying to like one shot to the chest. <laughs> mm. And I was like, oh, they've remembered how to like make a Tom Clancy game. <laughs> yeah. You're not spraying people and it's just like, oh, yeah. I'm going to do this his, for 10 minutes. His plus 100 defense hoodie isn't stopping the headshot. Mm. <laughs> yeah. That, yeah, that, that game looks really cool. Um, I'm keen for some co-op on that. Do it. Lock it in. Definitely going to play it. Um, um, yeah. Next next up was... I found a, a script. Uh, next up was South Park, which South looks Park. sick. This was a spectacular uh, briefing. And, yes. uh, and, yeah. And once again, like... The game looks amazing. Matt and Trey are not using any script no no they're just, <laughs> they're just it. doing it they don't need it. it's like must be like their thing being like we'll come but we're not saying yeah <laughs> what you want us to say we're not we're not going on script uh yeah so they had they had a guy out there to just, I, I suppose try and fucking he was the developer yeah but to try and like he was all right he had at least one funny didn't he yeah oh uh, yeah 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 uh but to try and like herd the cats that are matt and trey and uh yeah uh, it, was, it was good the game looks great um the take on superheroes stuff is is cool because it's relevant right yeah it's very relevant yeah and uh, uh yeah 
I, I like that they've also changed up the combat. Like they're they're not just pushing out a new game with it's you know a different theme. Like it looks like they've they're evolving it. Yeah, which is cool. Yeah, and uh, yeah, I thought they they were fucking hilarious, which is cool. But yeah, um, I'm I'm pumped. I'm looking forward to it. It's allegedly coming out in October. Although Matt and Trey didn't seem convinced. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, I think, yeah, October's very soon, right? That's like yeah. a couple of months. Um, no, I think that because uh, there was a um, a date on the actual, um, on the teleprompter. Uh, so I think they were just playing around. Right. Being like uh, <laughs> he was trying to have a joke with them, but I don't yeah. think they got it. <laughs> so, yeah, whatever. Okay. Yeah. Um, Cool. Uh, the Division Underground. This is when they talked about the Division Underground. Luke. No, they did in the other one. Whatever. Um, yeah. Couldn't give a fuck. Um, Star Trek Bridge Crew. With noted Australian Carl Urban. Motherfucker. <laughs> yeah, he's Australian, isn't he? He is Australian, yes. I'm pretty sure he is. Um, like Russell Crowe. And uh, Sam Neill. <laughs> Australia's greatest living actor um, and far left and all that stuff <laughs> Pavlova uh, yep um, Auckland uh, fucking country of thieves <laughs> uh, yeah so uh, Star Trek Bridge Crew looks fucking amazing it looks I don't know it, like apparently it's a button pressing simulator according to Wide, which uh I don't know if they've noticed, but a lot of games involve pressing buttons. <laughs> but, uh, yeah. Um, yeah. It's in VR. You're on the bridge of a starship, not the Enterprise. And yeah, it just looks fucking yeah. spectacular. I um I saw Farrelly going on about it and he was raving. Yep. So I, I literally, <laughs> literally 90 minutes before that, he'd messaged me on Facebook to tell me that uh, South Park was game of show uh, and then he, he comes out with that he's like oh actually this is yeah actually Star Trek is but yeah he likes weird games so maybe uh, this uh, look dude it looks pretty fucking awesome the only problem will be getting four fucking VR headsets but... <laughs> yeah yeah exactly yeah uh, next up for honor yeah, I still don't know about this game, right? I know about this game. I know. I don't want to know anything more about it. It yeah. looks like fucking Dynasty Warriors now. What the fuck changed? It looked fucking epic. It looked like Pirates, Vikings, Knights. And now it looks like fucking, oh, look like, I don't know, Ninjas versus Vikings versus Knights or whatever. But now it looks like fucking Dynasty Warriors with, yeah. Rise. Rise, yeah. I got a really... And I, I didn't. Mind I guess it got a rise out of us. <laughs> but that gameplay section was just boring. Yeah. As fuck. Um, it looks pretty, but I didn't see anything in there that made me want to play it. And the like distinct lack of gore, I think, was yep. bad. Yeah. Like, which meant that the weapons didn't sort of have that feedback that you want to have in a game that I hope that they've got decent 
I'm hoping the right stick controls your sword, but I bet it doesn't. Or something like that, like you hold a button to control the sword and you use, use the camera when you're not holding the button. I don't know. But it looked like it, they had this simplified put your sword, or your axe in this case, um, either up, left, or right, yeah. depending on the position of their sword, so that you could block. And if you blocked it, you'd parry, and it came up with this big fucking obvious icon yeah. showing that you, they were ready to attack. And, like, this is what Rise got crucified for Yeah. when it shifted from a Kinect game to not much more than a Kinect game. Uh-huh. Um, yeah, so it was just, like, don't they learn from the examples of other similar games that have kind of been bashed? I don't know. Yeah, I'm, I'm not excited, and I like hubris. the idea of it. It's hubris. They think they can, they can overcome where others failed, and they can't. Uh, but yeah, I don't know. I didn't like it. I didn't like what I saw, and I'm not excited to play it. Hmm. Cool. Agreed. Next, grow up. Next. Grow up. Uh, yeah, pretty much. Uh, Trials of the Blood Dragon. We talked about, talked about next. Watch Dogs Two. Yeah. November 15, 2016. Looks pretty good. Yeah, it looks alright. I like that demo they showed. I, th- I think I think San Francisco looks fucking gorgeous. Yeah. Um, and yeah, I thought the demo good action, a uh, lot of hacking. Um, press X to hack. A lot of press X to hack. Uh, it's going to come down to what it's like to roam the open world for me, because I think ultimately that's what will keep me engaged with it long term. I don't think it's- anything. Slots into the category of the games that we've talked about a couple of times now, where the first game was pretty fucking underwhelming. Yeah. Um, but it's sold well enough to get a sequel. To warrant it, yeah. Yeah, and from what I've seen, or what we saw rather, uh, it looks like they've escalated in the areas, like combat was boring, the hacking was too limited, so it looks yeah. like they've really gone to town on that. Um, which looks like, and, and on the parkour as well, mm. he was a bit better at free running. Instead of them trying to say this is not Assassin's Creed, so we don't have this free running, <laughs> like just throw it in there, man. Like who cares yeah. if you steal that from? <laughs> You've built all these fucking animations, you lunatics! Just fucking yeah, and it's like it works. So why wouldn't you have it in your futuristic yeah. game as well? So um, yeah, that looks it looks fun, and I wanted to like the original game more than I did. So hoping that Watch Dogs Two is able to kind of, like you said, maintain the attention in that open world roaming sense, assuming that the story won't be that great. Hopefully it is, but the first one wasn't. It was fine. It was, it was fine, was it? Okay. It was fine. It existed. Uh, yeah. yeah. Um, and then after that, they, for some reason, showed a brand new IP called... Uh, this was like their snowboarding game, right? Eagle flight. Or extreme. Oh, steep, yeah. Extreme sports. Oh, yeah, we skipped eagle flight. <laughs> no, we didn't. Uh, uh, yeah, steep. Uh, yeah, so this is, I was hoping it would be skate. Uh, my brother managed to, was looking around on their YouTube and they'd put up all the trailers before the conference. Hmm. And so we'd already watched this trailer uh, but when we saw it, it was a snowboarding game, we we're like, what if it's skate but snowboarding? What if they've like looked and seen that EA is never going to fucking do it, but they're like, well, fuck it, we could do it, but let's do snowboarding. Mm. But it's not that. <laughs> Unfortunately. Uh, yeah. What did you guys think? I, I'm not... It didn't do anything for me. I... 
I think the idea of social sort of competition while snowboarding, I think it appeals to me in a sort of um, nostalgic way because I used to sit around playing cool borders with my brothers. But I don't know if it's going to translate well. I think it's one of those games that's going to require a lot of people to play it, and I don't know if a lot of people are going to play it. You know? Yeah. I like the idea of it, but I'm not really that into extreme sports. Um, I can see it being the kind of game where I would play it in the sense that if one of you guys, for instance, had you know beaten one of my challenges and issued one that I'd jump back in for the two minutes that would take me to beat it um long yeah. but that's about it like i don't see my like i don't see it as that sort of open world game where i would just go and get lost in it because yeah. I, I don't think that the setting being a big snowy fucking mountain really lends itself to wanting to get lost in that world that looked quite beautiful but it was really just an abundance of snow yeah so yeah i'm sure for people who are into that sort of stuff it it would appeal to them more but yeah, not my kind of thing. I like shit where I can shoot. Yeah. You're inherently violent. I get it. Yeah. Um, that's it, huh? That was it. Um, what'd you, what'd, you watched the whole thing. What did you think of this? Was it all right? Or? I thought it was, I don't know, second best. Okay. Fair enough. Uh, um, yeah. Yeah, I didn't get up for it. I was just like, fuck it. They're not going to show anything that I'm interested in. Uh-huh. I'll just watch it later. There's yeah. too much Just Dance bullshit. And <laughs> Anyway. Anyway. Uh, and then uh, Sony began their curb stomping. Oh, uh, you've act. skipped the PC gaming show. No, I didn't. They had something interesting. I can't remember what it was. Uh, Dawn of War 3, they showed some of that. Holy fuck, fuck that game looks yeah. incredible. I hope that they've learned to optimize... Um, that's all I'll say. Right. They're notorious for releasing games that like look amazing, like Company Heroes 2, for instance, but it would just humble every fucking machine because yeah. it was poorly optimized. Yeah. Um, yeah. They also had um, Mountain Blade 2 Siege gameplay. Yeah, uh, that looks good. Fucking, that looks fun. That looks fun. Uh, Lawbreakers was there. Lawbreakers uh, showed up. Looked awesome. Signed up for the alpha. PC Gamer uh, says that the alpha's live this weekend. So we'll be playing that. We'll talk playing about that, that. next week. Uh, CRSM VR uh, actually looks kind of good, but I noticed I was writing at the time and I noticed you and my brother talking about how much you hated the character models of CRSM. How they don't have hands and shit. Oh, that's all VR. I don't. I don't get why they can't animate. That's just that's actually and- serious, Sam. That's always serious, Sam. Oh, is it? Yeah, yeah. Oh, there you go. Um, but yeah. Um, and Killing Floor Two got another update, but I thought that game was still in pre, like in early access. Early access. But it's also getting its own fucking VR spinoff as well. Looks yeah. very House of the Dead, didn't it? Yeah, it did. What about Apex, Joby? Uh, yeah, I've been amped about Apex for ages. I mean, the new map looks fucking awesome. It looks like it's not, not going to be way too big, which is a problem I have with, um, the current map, whatever the fuck it's called, uh, Althus. Um, so yeah, that looks pretty good. Uh, jungle setting, that kind of stuff, uh, new vehicles, the ability to like 
put vehicles in other vehicles. So if you get a C-130, you'll be able to actually put a vehicle, carry some vehicles in it and shit like that. That's pretty cool. Uh, yeah, it looks pretty fucking awesome. But that wasn't as good as Dual Universe. Dual Universe? I can barely remember it. It's like No Man's Sky. Ah, that's right. Star Citizen, but... Yeah. Um, no. but, yeah. It'll come out like they're having an alpha next year. Yeah. They're like, alpha in 2017. You're like, guys, there's going to be like a saturation of these games mm. at that point. So unless you're like really doing something big and unique, I'm, mm. I'm concerned. I liked um, Halo's Wars 2 was there and he said all that, just quickly to touch on the fact that he said that they're not going to be ported controls and it'll have all the sort of stuff that you'd expect on a PC version. Right. I, I like that he said the essentials. Yep. Cool. Um, was that it? Yeah, uh, that was about it. How long did this thing go for? Was it like last year? 40 no, hours. It was, uh, it was a lot better. It was only around an hour and a half. I went back and had a look at the YouTube video and did the, yeah. the timing, which was the perfect length. I mean, it's pretty much what everything else is. But the other one was like, what, three hours last year? Fucking hell. Three so hours. Much that's that's just notes, too long. My notes by the end were just capital letters like, this fucking shit is still fucking going. It's too long for a video. It's definitely too long for a, a podcast. Uh, oh, God. <laughs> uh, no. Um, let's talk about Sony, though. Sony fucking kicking goals. Sony just fucking Jesus Christ! <laughs> it's like it was like fifteen minutes in. I'm like, they've already shown more games than what EA did. How many times do you need to drop the mic, Sony? Jesus yeah. Christ! Holy shit! They were just like, yeah, uh, we're gonna open God of War. Fucking boom! <laughs> like, oh, fuck! This is God of War, and it's Nordic, and he's got a son, and he's a terrible dad. Holy shit! This is amazing. Mm. Um, Dad of War. Dad of War, yeah. Then they had Days Gone or Red Dead Redemption as my brother. Fucking brother. (laughs) Yeah, that was cute. Got me very excited. That Uh, game looked really cool, though. I like the whole zombie um, crowd thing they were doing. What was Z? Yeah, yeah. That is style zombie movement where they come at you like waves. And if they hit a hurdle, they just stack up and then fucking surge over it. Yeah. It Fluid. Yeah. Yeah. Intense. Yeah. Intense. And the, you know, the breakable shit and the fire and the explosive stuff. And the fact that he had unlimited ammo was about the only thing that fucking shat me about that. Um, mm-hmm. But apart from that, like, fucking oath, I'll play the shit out of that game. If that's got some sort of, like, persistent weird world thing where people are like able to spawn and you run into random fucking people that'd be awesome fucking yeah it's it's an open world apparently it's a giant world so cool cool um it's the siphon filter guys oh uh, okay right they were making um looks like they've been making playstation portal games. games for the last couple of years yeah, yeah and vita games <laughs> and they're like boom let's make this hmm. uh yeah it looks good it's gonna have a tough time i think uh, because it looks vaguely similar to The Last of Us. Yeah. So that's going to be rough for some people, I guess. Um, next up, The Last Guardian. Did not make anything move for me. Right. Uh, it has a release date, though, October 25. Uh, and that has been a long time coming. Um, and, yeah, I I think I was getting food. <laughs> Because I'm like, oh, The Last Guardian again. And then I come back and they're like, October 25. I'm like, 
Oh, fuck. I missed this. Uh, it was only a couple of minutes. Yeah. yeah, it was like a two-minute trailer. Yeah. But you've played, like, the requisite stuff to get excited about that, though. Yeah. And I haven't. I think I've said it before. Uh, I worry that this is going to be more Ico than Shadow of the Colossus. Oh, uh, you have said that, yes. Um, yeah, and that's, yeah. We'll, we'll have to wait and see. Um, it does, yeah, I don't know. It looks interesting. It's definitely looking interesting. Next up, Horizon Zero Dawn. Fuck yeah. Out. So good that my internet cut out. Oh, oh. <laughs> it's starting to look like the Witcher to me. But with like crazy robots. We're about dinosaurs, yeah. Yeah, I love that the the sort of dialogue options suggest that it's they've got it's got quite a deep well not quite a deep but it's got a bigger emphasis on RPG stuff than I thought it would have. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And the combat looks awesome. Um, like Just, I know who was who was getting upset about tethers. Uh, your brother, right? Uh, yeah, getting mad, very mad about how that's not how tethers work, but whatever. Um, I like the idea of tethering monster, uh, dinosaurs down because that seems like a really logical way to deal with them. Mm-hmm. And you tame them as she did. Yeah, which yeah. was awesome. So, like, that immediately presents, like, tactical options. You don't just have to destroy everything and yeah. get a mount by, but you have to come up against something that might be a threat before you tame it. And it was infinitely better than what um, Ubisoft did with taming in Far Cry Primal. Fucking hell. Hold X to tame. Yeah. 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 Luke, any thoughts? Uh, it looks cool. I don't know. I'm going to wait. Shit out of it. Yeah, it looks awesome. Yeah, um, fuck yeah, I'm going to play it. I just want to see more, like, what what else is there to do, like, in this world. We haven't really seen much at all. It's, you know, very short amount of gameplay footage so far, so. Sure. Um, yeah, it looks, looks good, though, from what I'm saying. Cool. Uh, Detroit. <laughs> uh, this is Job's game of show. Uh, can we just skip it? I don't really want to. I I liked how it looked, but yeah. then I remembered it was a David Cage game, and I became very insecure about how much of my choices would actually matter. I liked. I liked that he has based it all on robots. So that now, when everyone says the dialogue is robotic, <laughs> it will seem like it's pretty much on point. Oh my god, there was some fucking exposition of like perlers. Yep. That thing that was just so on the nose. Uh, yes. But like the, the problem is that yes, it's robots, but he's given it the subtitle "Become Human." Yeah. <laughs> uh, they are failing at that. Oh dear. Thus far. Oh dear. Uh, yeah, I'm sure it will be. Typical David Cage garbage. Hmm. Next one. Uh, Resident Evil 7. In VR. Uh, in VR. This was part of their full-blown VR suite, right? Yeah. And, uh, yeah, it looks pretty cool. Apparently, you can play it on the store. If You, you can get the demo off the PS store right now. Mm-hmm. You can. Like, uh, I didn't. Neither did I. Uh, yeah, you could if you wanted. Um, but not in VR, I would assume. No. But yeah. Still, uh, I was surprised when they revealed the name because I'm like, this game looks fucking awesome. I can't wait to play it. What is it? Resident Evil 7. And I'm like, 
God damn it, they tricked me into fucking wanting to play a Resident Evil game. <laughs> God damn it. Man, that's one series that just doesn't give a fuck about where it came from, does it? No. It's just, just departure. Every game should just be called Resident Evil number <laughs> departure. It's got zombies. <laughs> it's Resident Evil. Yeah, that's it. No, it's not. One probably doesn't even have zombies. It's just like, it's called Resident Evil. It's Resident Evil. But, <laughs> yeah, they really don't. Like, I'm all for people changing shit up and throwing curveballs, but yeah. they seem to have quite alienated their core fan base over the last few games, haven't they? Hmm. Batman, Arkham VR. Yeah. Yep. That, was, that was a trailer. That was a trailer. I didn't see anything. It's weird because VR has to be first person as far as I'm aware. And Yeah, so it's a, um, from what I read, it's like a, a, a story thing that goes for about an hour. Okay. Um, so we're going to get a bunch of that shit, right? Oh, yeah. Like that part of their 50 fucking titles at launch and, and looking at some of the, reading between the lines rather, of some of the pricing structure that I saw in a Sony email about VR launch titles and that was just the first party one some of them are like 15 bucks yeah so you've got to assume that those ones are basically the, you know the hour demo i mean the star wars battlefront x-wing mission vr whatever the fucking convoluted aim was yeah um my god will i want to play that but i can guarantee you that it'll be what 10 minutes or something yeah well, it's just one mission yeah on rails right i don't know Scares me. Probably, probably. I hope it's fucking rails. not. Even I if it's one mission, if it's not on rails, like if it's got some sort of dynamic stuff, fuck, I will play the shit out of that. But yeah, I think I'd be a bit gutted if I had to go out and buy a PlayStation VR just to play play that for 20 minutes. I don't think it's going to be on rails because that makes you're in a vehicle type thing. So you can still like use it as a joystick and go up and down. I hope so. It'd be so cool if you're right, man. So fucking cool. Hmm. Uh, then they showed Final Fantasy XV VR, which yep. looks dumb as shit. And apparently puts you in the shoes of a player you usually don't actually play as. So, yeah, that's, which is pretty interesting. That's promising. Oh, it's just something for, you know, the uh, Final Fantasy nuts. Yeah, um, that seems to be it, right? Like, like that added nothing. I mean, I actually did kind of like the teleportation idea. Um, but that was about it. Like, I'm like, this doesn't make me want to play this game. Yeah. Uh, that's why they put the girl with the boobs in there. Well, she wasn't in for long enough. Yep. She was only there for like half a second. Then they had, then they had a space game, <laughs> which everyone was going nuts about. Holy fuck. Uh, where, yeah, you, you go in, you jump in a ship, you fly around, you jump out of the ship, you're doing anti-grav combat, and then, holy fuck, it turns out it's Call of Duty, and you're like, what? Jesus Christ. I like, can't tell you the last time I was genuinely fucking excited to play a Call of Duty game. Right? I don't even remember when that was, but, like, unashamedly, like, we'll tell it to everyone, so excited to play this fucking game. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Infinity Ward wrote on their Twitter, like, this is, uh, this is, mo- um, not Modern Warfare. Yeah, Modern Warfare. Is that what they're calling it? Infinite, Infinite Warfare. Yeah, uh, Infinite Warfare. Warfare. Yeah. Exactly. They're like, oh, our, our demo is on at the moment. And that's when I was like, uh, this is Call of Duty. <laughs> and you guys were like, what? Get yeah. Fucked. Yeah. Yeah. I didn't believe it until 
they kind of got into the zero G section. You could see some of the HUD, you know, and the shooting elements um, looked quite Call of Duty, which is fine. You know, it's a Call of Duty game, but just the, like one of the biggest criticisms, I recently revisited Ghosts for um, an IGN article that I wrote about <clears throat> what Infinity Ward. God, it's confusing. Infinite Warfare, Infinity Ward uh, <laughs> could learn from the missteps of Ghosts because that was, you know, pretty widely panned by fans especially um and that really did feel phoned in um but holy shit mm. man that like and one of the, sorry one of the biggest criticisms was that it was very funnily there was a lack of kind of open approach to combat not that that's a hallmark of the series but it's kind of started to move more in that way well, it's, it's it was a big thing that black ops 2 did and like they worked very hard to introduce that and yeah, yeah that's true yeah so to see this level of openness, like I would have been happy with a little bit more open, but this is like next level open, man. Mm. So the, the, like the hub idea and then jumping into a spaceship, going and fighting some fucking crazy battle, getting over to the ship you got to get to, jumping out, fighting on the deck of it, busting in, fighting inside there, jumping back on the ship again. Like that, like that sort of cinematic set piece stuff that the Call of Duty franchise tends to do so well. Yeah. I think fit really really well into this this space and i'm like genuinely excited to play the campaign like i really want to see what they've done with multiplayer obviously but like i'm like fucking just give me the campaign man that looks mm. fun as shit mm-hmm. yeah i liked the uh all the hipsters uh who were going this game looks amazing and then the moment they found out what was call of duty like oh it's call of duty game yeah yeah <laughs> haters who are haters just because of the name just ridiculous yeah uh, meanwhile, uh, on the complete opposite end of the spectrum, uh, people who love shit just because of the name, uh, Kojima came out <laughs> and he had Death Stranding is his next game. And I you have that up, no idea. Hey, Death Stranding. I I had to write not a typo when I wrote coverage for it because Death Standing kind of sounds like a cool title. Right. But it's like he goes out of his way to... Wasn't it Metal Gear Revengeance? Wasn't that a thing? Yeah. Like, he goes out of his way to come up with the most st- stupid fucking words. Apparently, Stranding isn't made up, which I was expecting it to be. Yeah. Um, it's an actual term. Yeah, but it's 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 weird. <laughs> it's just a weird term. And that, But that trailer was fucking weird as shit, wasn't it? Yeah. Mm. Yes, it was. Uh, but yeah. Do you mean where there's a guy holding his baby and then his baby is taken away from him? A naked guy holding a baby. We're not going there. His baby. As if like, Kojima's baby was taken away. And how he was um, yeah. at the start of it, he was uh, he was handcuffed. But now he's free. <laughs> like you guys didn't see any of this. No, I saw it. I didn't read into it. No. <laughs> uh, just you, there's you got to read into this shit, man. It's Kojima. There's yeah. always stuff to read in. His baby is now gone, so he can. It disappears at the end, and now he um he's free. He's free to do the next thing. Check out that link that I just sent you. Um, I don't know if you guys saw that, but Norman Reedus posted this. Oh, I saw this. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and it's pretty fucking huge yeah the best thing is when we were watching it and it's like oh my god it's Norman Reedus they've just basically gone back 
and being like, fuck it, we're still going to make yeah, it. Yeah, I had the credits. I was looking for um, Guillermo del Toro's name, but it wasn't there. Yeah, yeah. They'd all have said that they still wanted to work on something with yeah. um, Maybe they will. Like, this is very early. That's definitely not a game. Um, no, that was he just... doesn't even have an engine yet. Yeah, no, that was just a, like, Kojima's back sort of thing, right? Yeah, here's some yeah. crazy shit. Here's what I put together in 10 minutes. Get Good luck. Good, good. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, anyway, I don't think we're going to be waiting around too long for this game. It's not going to be six years or something. Uh, you know, maybe 2018. Why? Why wouldn't it be longer? That's, like, don't you think that'd be one I of the things? I think you're being less conservative. That's, he, that's didn't he say he wanted to make a smaller game? Yeah, I don't, I don't think that matters. That doesn't, yeah, like, he, he's a bit of a perfectionist. A smaller game. Yeah, right. <laughs> yeah. It's like in a community. Have you met me? Uh, yeah. <laughs> hmm. Um, all right. Next up was Spider-Man's. Spider-Man. Okay, I don't even like Spider-Man, but that shit looked tight. Uh, you did skip Crash Bandicoot. Oh, uh, yeah, except they, so did they. Like, he's yeah. in Skylanders, whatever the fuck. And they're called. remastering it. But they didn't show anything from the remaster. No. Um, yeah. It's just strange like can you imagine an e3 comprised of people just talking about games that are coming out with actually showing them like <laughs> such a such a weird thing because they led with it like instead yeah. of them going hey crash bandicoot's going to be in this and we don't have anything to show but also just so you know we're doing the remaster cool yeah. but they did it the other way around which i felt thought was a bit odd yeah yeah um all right well in that case Spider-Man by Insomniac. Yeah. I I was like a giddy little child. Hmm. I am unbelievably excited for this. There's indoor and like interior environments and swinging around and it's, it looks like the the web uh, strings actually connect to objects in the world and. Oh, it's doing it all right. It's oh, looking good. Yeah. I I, I actually, um, when we were watching it, I was like, holy shit, it's the uh, infamous guys. But I was confused. That's Sucker Punch. <laughs> right. It's the uh, Sunset Overdrive and Ratchet yeah. and Clank people. Um, let's not hold Sunset Overdrive against them. No, definitely not. Uh, I don't know. It looks cool, but I, I'm not going to get my hopes up. Um, there's been some okay Spider-Man games in the past. The last yeah. good one would have been, I think, Shattered Dimensions. Um, but I think that they're they're saying that they've got, um, you know, a decent amount of people working on this one. That it's their biggest title they've ever done. So I guess that's promising. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I'll just wait and see. <laughs> I guess. See. Yeah. Yep. Um, cool. Nate, any ideas? Any thoughts? For Spider-Man? Yeah. No, just what I said at the beginning, which is I've never really been into the character, but um, I think that that gameplay looked fast and, and fun. And um, that's, yeah, I, I would play that from what I saw. Little, very little that we saw. Hmm. And they kind of ended on that as they well. Did. That was their last reveal. Was it? Yeah. Spider-Man. Lego Star Wars The Force Awakens. Oh, no, they ended with... Um, oh, they had a bit of that shit. But they that had a gameplay demo of that, um, Days gone, gone. Days Gone, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. 
Sorry. That was the Nintendo Treehouse. No. Nintendo. <laughs> two two games, right? Pokemon three, and three, come on. Pokemon Sun, then Pokemon Moon. <laughs> and Classic. then um Zelda. Zelda. So I forget about Pokemon. Spectacular. Right? I am fucking super hyped for Zelda. Holy shit, yes. I've I've actually felt like I've missed out because I haven't played a Zelda game since the original. Like yeah. I f- finished that on Game Boy, loved it, got well into it, addicted, had, couldn't put it down. Um, and then I never really had a Nintendo console to be able to play the other ones, but I also would see them and I wouldn't see what was so amazing about them either. Um, but this one, holy shit, this doesn't even have to be a Zelda game. Like, it's really really kind of different from everything I've seen before and yeah. the little bits I've played of other Zelda games. Um, and I think it looks, yeah, cool as shit. And I hope it was on Wii U. I hope they weren't fibbing. The guy did seem to be playing with a Wii U. They said it was Wii U, yeah. Oh, great, because it looks great on Wii U even. Yeah. And kind of like the survival elements, which I wasn't expecting. But like, you just had that opening section and then you went outside. Did you guys watch it at all? The, the sort of half-hour hands-on. No, no, no. I saw clips. Oh, right. So I was watching the, the half-hour hands-on, and they started what I'm assuming is right at the beginning, and Link wakes up as he tends to do in games, goes, um, gets a, opens a couple of crates to get, you know, pants and a shirt, and then steps outside, and it kind of does this cinematic overview of this huge hub. They zoomed out on the map, and they showed, this is where we're letting people play today, and then they zoomed right out, and the world looks... Just fucking gigantic. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> but like, once you got outside, it was kind of like up to you what you wanted to do. Uh-huh. And while it was on a hill, so it kind of had to run down it. Like, but you can climb trees, you can climb rock surfaces. <laughs> it's working on a gauge, so you can't just like climb wherever you want to go. But I love that idea of like, it just made me realize how kind of limited open world games have been in the sense that when you see a wall or a tree or something, you know, you can't jump or vault over that you kind of have to find a way around it. But this is just like, you can climb over shit, climb up shit. Oh, there's a sword and a stone over there. I'm just going to fucking climb up, like swim over to it. And I'm going to climb up onto this little mountain. And I, it's not got this Metroidvania thing where I needed to have some grappling hook ability or whatever to get up there. Yeah. Um, and, and the weapons break. Mm-hmm. which is interesting. Um, and then like the whole being able to chop down trees and start fires and the long grass. And I'm thinking like they've added some survival stuff to this as well. Like, Oh, this, yeah, this is interesting as shit. I will definitely dust off the old Wii U to play that. Yep. Yeah. It looks fucking amazing. I haven't been excited about a Zelda game in forever. And this looks spectacular. What are, what are the essential Zelda games that I have to play though? Uh, I wouldn't be able to tell you, man. Like, I yeah. was never that much of a fan yeah. of this series. Uh, I guess they would tell you that, like, Zelda fans would say, um, uh, what's the one everyone fucking loves? The Luke? The Marvel? All, I don't know. They're all the same. Ocarina of Time. Ocarina of Time is the one. Ocarina so, of Time, Link to the Past, and... Maybe Wind Waker, I guess. Ocarina of Time was the 64 one, right? Yeah. yeah. Got a re-release. I think um, I one on the Wii U. Right. But yeah, I that think was the Wolf one. Like a GameCube one? Maybe it was the Twilight one. Princess. Yeah, I don't know. But I probably should play it. Yeah. Fucking hell, Ocarina of Time's on 99% of Metacritic. Jeez. Yeah. 
Yeah. Um, yeah. So, yeah. I'm, I'm pumped. Luke, any thoughts about Zelda? Uh, yeah, I don't have a Wii U, so I'm not playing it. What about when you get a Nintendo NX? Yeah, you fool me once. <laughs> fool you twice, you mean. <laughs> yeah. Look, you can't get fooled again. Okay. <laughs> George Bush quote. Nice. Dope quotes. Dank <laughs> memes. Um, cool. All right. That's it. Isn't it? What have we got for news? Lol. That's the news. <laughs> What's the we news? do have emails. Okay. We've got emails. Are we all are we all under the same agreement that Sony just uh, destroyed won, it? Obviously. Shut so, up. Yeah, Sony. Yeah. So, they as much as I ruined say that. It's fucking spectacular. Because I, I just like, it's just, you know, they did last year as well, didn't they? They threw like three years straight. Yeah. <laughs> so I was just kind of like hoping that the others would, even like the PC gaming show, even though it had, like it was a lot tighter and they still showed off a lot of titles. There wasn't anything that was super like wow apart from Dawn of War, which is unfortunate, but fucking hell, Dawn of War. Anyways. Mm. Yeah, so Sony was pretty much just like, hey, uh, here's our games. And like, it was just game after game after game after game. Yeah. Which is good. Yep. It was, uh, yeah. It's no fucking around. All right. Emails. Cameron writes in. My E3 tradition. Hey, Gap Crew. Every year around E3, I have a tradition. I watch every conference, every trailer, every press release living in some sort of fantasy world where I think Ubisoft is going to announce a new Prince of Persia game. Ubisoft. Holy fuck. As tends to be the case, reality has a way of catching up with me and it becomes very obvious there will be no new Prince of Persia game. This happens every year since the last set released, The Forgotten Sands, in 2010. By the time you read this, E3 will be over. So I figured maybe we could commiserate together. Is there anything you would have liked to see announced at E3 that wasn't Red Dead Redemption? Red Dead Redemption 2! You were supposed to be there! They, they, they're big enough to do their own thing and they do it all the time. Like, they're never at... They don't need anyone. No, they, they announce alongside these things so that people think they're there so that they get the E3 news cycle when everyone is just gorging on news uh, without having to pay for actual space at E3. Hmm. It's a trick, you see. Um, but anyway, yeah, Red Dead Redemption was mine. Undoubted. I was certain we'd see it. But yeah, we didn't. Bummer. You guys? I think we're going to hear about that soon. Focus up. Is there anything you would have liked to see announced at E3 that wasn't? Alan Wake 2. Fuck off. You're a dick. What are you doing? Really? <laughs> That's the first thing I could think of. I'd love to see a Prince of Persia game. Yeah, that would be pretty cool. Um, more sort of like Assassin's Creed. Because remember there was, before Assassin's Creed got announced, there was that sort of semi-open world Prince of Persia test demo thing mm, yeah. that got leaked? I'd love to see a Prince of Persia game out in the open world with sort of those time hours um but yeah i don't think we're gonna see it oh we should right like another one like people don't like to sit on ips do they maybe they do if they i don't know enough. like bethesda didn't they wanted to recycle prey oh prey 2 there you go that's what i would like to see <laughs> more than anything else fucking prey 2 yeah no that's fair i would have liked to see prey 2 or quake not champions oh <laughs> 
Mm, now I'm sad again. Quake Five Arena. Quake. Oh my god. Oh my god. Um, we got another email. All right. Kevin writes in. Hi there. Just wanted to write a few things about Overwatch. In regards to the loot boxes, while I'm not a fan of them, I've gotten nine legendary skins, not counting the Noir Widowmaker pre-order skin, and I'm only level 67. I'm just oh, really only, lucky. Only level 67. Uh, I'm really lucky, but most of the players in my group I play with have four to five legendaries, and they're just above my level. One other has eight legendaries with almost 2k credits saved up, and he's level 92. This album is just proof of the skins and proof that I did not buy any loot boxes. We don't really need proof, Kevin. I believe you. Um, more importantly, as for ranked play, I'm hoping Blizzard realizes what the Overwatch Pro scene is doing more and more, and we'll take that all into account. There are more and more tournaments enforcing a one-class limit per team, and they're all running a stopwatch-style game. In case you aren't aware of what stopwatch is... It's where one team attacks on a payload uh, 2 CP hybrid map, uh, 2 capture point hybrid map, and pushes as far as they can, as fast as they can. After this, the other team goes on attack and tries to either get further than the first team did or get as far as they did, but in less time. If Blizzard takes note of the pro scene, hopefully their upcoming ranked mode will feature these two things to help push players to get actually better, uh, to get better by forcing them to set faster times in order to actually win. The one-class limit will also help in making sure the game doesn't just end up being only Twinstons, two to three McCrees, and the healers. Uh, What's-his-face Jeff Capcan has already said that he hates stopwatch mode, just FYI, uh, and doesn't want to use it. But uh, uh, Hmm? also, looking, looking at Job's stats on Overwatch, it looks like he has a decent junk rate. It's nice to see because I've only seen one other good Junkrat in my experience and they were only level 16. Makes me sad to see all these other crazy high-level people playing so unintelligently. Oh, I forgot to mention that I never play by myself in this game, so I can't relate to that particular pain of Job's. Yeah, probably that's fair. Um, Hopefully this game can improve somehow. Still enjoying it, but could use lots of work. See you around or something. Uh, Yeah, Kevin. Yeah, I mean... I think old school arena players will get a lot out of Junkrat because yeah, his grenades do a lot more damage than uh, Farah's rockets. But I don't think you'll see very much play in uh, in competitive in the competitive scene because he is uh, a little. I don't know. I, I actually that doesn't make any sense, does it? Like properly competitive games would probably see a lot of him because he's highly competitive, right? But. Yeah, I don't know. Um, yeah, uh, they already. Yeah, they said they don't like stopwatch mode as a mode, so uh, they probably won't wind up using it, which is a real fucking bummer. But it's one of those things that, like, I'm still struggling to work out how they do it. Like at the moment in Australia, the uh, Overwatch Pro scene does a has a system where they um, it's basically stopwatch, like uh, one team attacks uh, and the. If they uh, if the attackers win, then they score one point. If the defenders win, they score one point, and then uh, the the sides are reversed. They play the same map, um, and depending on who actually wins the the map, whoever whoever wins the map, um, as in gets it in a faster time. If if I take five minutes and Luke takes six minutes, then I'll get an extra point. 
And so what they wind up doing is first to uh, four points across three maps, I think it is. So, uh, yeah. Um, you know, basically, if you win the map, you'll get two points. So if you win two maps in a row, you'll get four points and you'll win the entire round or whatever. Um so I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. That is definitely to me the best way that they can go about it. But on the flip side, yeah, Capcan has specifically said he doesn't like that system. So uh, it's going to be interesting to see what they do with ranked mode. In my opinion, you guys, any thoughts? I no idea. Cool. As long as they put ranked in there soon, I'm, I'll probably be okay. Uh huh. Hi. Cool. Cool. Yep. One last email. Uh, one. The, the E3 Hyper Speed Hype Train. Lots of emails. Awesome. Sup, Gapsters. First of all, I really enjoyed listening to Joby on the Game Hugs podcast. It was a great insight into the backstory of an OG Mega Troll, an all round games media mogul. Don't tell him I said this, but Job's stalwart integrity in the face of PR pressure at Game Arena makes me proud to know him. And I can never say that over Discord while playing Rainbow Six. Oh, fuck. Who is this? This is Drew. Fucking <laughs> 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 wiener, Drew. Uh, because I'm too busy saying things like, why the fuck did you shoot me in the back of the head? Drew, it's because you ran in front of me. Um, now, the friendly fire fucking commander. <laughs> he is, right? Like, everyone knows this. Like, fool me once. Why get fooled again, motherfucker? Um, <laughs> all right. Here are some E3 thoughts. Why is everyone still hype about The Last Guardian? I don't get it. Never have. <laughs> uh, it can't possibly live up to the hype it's received, can it? Um, Battlefield looks like an ev- even prettier version of Battlefield. I'm pretty hyped for that. That's Yeah, that's fair. Why is everything else good coming out in 2017? What do we have to look forward to in 2016? Battlefield. Uh, yeah, Battlefield. Uh, Call of Duty. Uh, something from Titan Force. <laughs> not, not if they're fucking Dishonored. Not, not insane. Dishonored two. Dishonored two that's Demon it. Sky. Dishonored two, Battlefield, and there's one other game. I can't remember what it is, but it's like those. Are my, I'm like, they're having a battle, like a fucking showdown. A Royal NBA two K seventeen for game of the year at this point, and it's Recall. not. Oh, those two. Lego Star Wars Force Awakens. Ah, oh, that, that was it, yeah. Um, it was Crackdown 3, by the way, Microsoft. Sorry. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Not good. Um, still hyped for Ghost Recon. Really amped to get be getting the crew together for co-op shenanigans. Yeah, that should be good. Mm. Uh, love the look of Days Gone. Hoping there is a lot of free-form running from zombie hordes. Using the environment to slow them down looked ace. But I wonder how scripted the game will be. I, I think if it's open world, then it's not going to be too scripted, right? Like, otherwise... scripted what we saw, right? Yeah, I, I guess... I mean, the, maybe the initial I mean, zombie chase. The thing. way he was shooting definitely looks scripted because he could have been doing a fucking lot better. But, uh, yeah. Yeah, so I don't know. Didn't it's, need to get headshots. Yeah, that's true. Um, which is disappointing. Maybe they'll have a hard mode. Uh, I got real excited for Blood Dragon for a couple of minutes before I realized it was a Trials game and not an FPS. Well, come on, man. Trials is good. Um, <laughs> people should calm down about FIFA's story mode. NBA 2K have been screwing up for years. 
And there's no doubt that EA and FIFA will as well. Uh, VR needs to move past gimmicks and showcases real fast or it's going to crash and burn. I would play the shit out of an X-Wing game, but it's called Star Wars Battlefront X-Wing VR Mission and sounds more like a tech demo than an actual game. Any thoughts on VR after seeing what titles E3 had to show? Will it take off? What do you guys think? I think mm. PSVR has one of the better chances that I've seen. No? Yeah. It's comparatively affordable. Well, yeah, it's it's affordable. It's um, It looks like it's got a decent immediate lineup. Although, like, like you were saying, Nate, it does... I don't know, make you wonder about whether or not it's going to be all gimmick-based. How many are paid demos? Like Connect, yeah. I guess. We, we need to make yeah. sure the same thing doesn't happen as what happened with Connect. Yeah, yeah. basically. Um, but yeah, on the other hand, like games like Resident Evil 7 will be able to play entirely in VR and shit like that. Like, Yeah, it's, it's, a, it's an odd one. You, it's hard to take measure of it yet until we see it come out. Uh, is Job actually hyped for Zelda or is it just another elaborate troll? I'm actually hyped for it. It looks, I've been hearing like Dark Souls related shit about the demo people were playing. Actually, I, I saw this link, uh, the line for Zelda, the Legend of Zelda Breath of the Wild at E3 on day two, the line closed after 15 minutes. And at that point, at the end of the line where it cut off, was an eight-hour wait time. Yeah. Uh, and I saw another one. Um, Brandwatch measured uh, the like the social media chatter about games. Um, and the top three, I don't know what units they're measured in, uh, but conversation units. Uh, God of War had... 20, 28,000 ish. Battlefield had 45,000 ish. And Legend of Zelda had 85,000. Damn. Yeah. Watch Dogs 2 came just shy, just above 25,000. Uh, yeah. Down the bottom, Quake is about 10 grand. And yeah, Elder Scrolls Legends was one of the least talked about. <laughs> but yeah. Um, so yeah, no, I'm fucking super amped. I'm super pumped. And he also says, Drunk Luke was in fine form on Sunday night. Yeah, this is true. And we wrecked some fools in Rainbow and you should have been there, Job. Peace out. Uh, true. Thanks, Drew. Thanks for emailing. Uh, always feel free. Everyone feel free to email us in thoughts. Uh, just don't change your name to the trick us. <laughs> yeah. Um, and yeah that's it what an epic holy shit we're just shy of four hours well there you go we're the best we are the best uh, you we can email best. us as well at the jpodcast.gmail.com Joe. yes you can oh, sorry my bad you should email us at that location um, and yeah thanks so much for joining us for four fucking hours Nate yeah 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 no I expected it would be a, a long one if uh-huh. I normal stars. Right. Uh-huh. And yeah. Cool. Uh, we'll catch you guys next week, huh? Um, listeners, I mean. Um, hey, I watched some movies. 
Nein, das ist nicht halt tot. Oh my god. Um, hi. Yep, let's wrap it up. Wrap it up. Let's get out of here. We'll just wrap it up, dinner. We'll just do it. Have you guys downloaded Dead by Daylight yet? Oh, I can. Uh, I can do it now. <laughs> do it, do it. It's only three gigabytes, and I've got decent internet now. Nice. Would you want to play now? Oh no, I can't. Do we? Do we have to say goodbye? We already did. <laughs> did, but did you say all the other stuff you say? Twitter. And- no, we don't need to. Oh, okay. Joe, 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 Joe,